0: Triple M Footy lives on listener, thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. 2023. It's what rugby league's all about. What a year of rugby league. Straight through the middle. This crowd is ready to go Determination. Oh! Be a cruel thing, the rugby league ball. I love finals football, it's the best football Once again, the Penny Panthers are back in the big dance The Panthers
1: oh, oh, oh. They are the best in the West
0: For four straight years, these Panthers have been the best They
1: are the best in the NRL But
0: this is their toughest test Oh, you've got to love your rugby league The Broncos, well, they're on fire
2: Brisbane's defence has been unbelievable Broncos strike
0: back Walsh Pass Harrigan, Flegler, Staggs, Farnworth, they are loaded with stars. But one man has helped save this great club, Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds in the Told by South Sydney he was too old. Now, he has a chance to show them just how wrong they were and why he is the man. Oh. That is as good a try as we've seen in 2023. While the Panthers have the man, the best player in the game... Nathan Cleary. It's Cleary. He opens him up like Candice O'Leary. And Nathan scores a good try. At just 25 years of age, Nathan is on the verge of his third premiership, something Joey Johns never did. He is a oh master. Nathan oh. Cleary on the run. So who will be the man? Take it all. And who will win the 2023 NRL Premiership? For our great mates at Reem and Macca's, oh, oh, oh put your seatbelts on, cause Triple M rocks. I'm coming gonna take it all, I'm coming gonna take it all. The great final. Just take it all.
1: Gordon
2: Tallis, James Hooper, James Graham, Ben Dobbin with you till close on 4 o'clock. Then we will be calling the NRLW Grand Final, then the main course. Brisbane taking on the Panthers. Just keep your dial on Triple M wherever you are across Australia this afternoon. We will give you every bit of coverage here. A core stadium is bathed in sunshine, and we are ready as the countdown begins to what is the grand final that everybody has been looking for. A very good afternoon to a man that has been committed to the cause all week, James Hooper. Good afternoon, my friend. Good
3: afternoon, Ben. How
2: are you? Well, I'm very good. Happy grand final day.
3: Thank you, mate. Yeah, yep. uh, It's been an epic week. It's been an epic build up. It's been a bit of a function-a-thon, yep. uh, and hence I've got a little bit of a Darren Lockyer well, uh, in person. You had sure, tough
2: carry after tough carry, mate. and you know, Know what We've, you've had a good time, yeah.
3: We've had a good time, man. We've had a good time. And um I'll tell you what, I'm genuinely so excited about this game. Uh, yeah. Because the, the the matchup's just set up sensationally. Um and I've got to spend a lot of time with you blokes and the raging bull, especially this week. I yeah, well, well he
2: has done well as well. I mean grand final and premiership winner, <clears throat> Gordon Tallis. Uh, you're a former captain of the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, firstly, good afternoon. But how special is it that there is a grand final here, and and your Broncos that means so much to you and your it's best not mate, coaches? It's Kevy's
4: Broncos, and um, I'm just Hello. So happy. Hello, how are you? No, I'm just happy to be here. You know, obviously 360 all week. I've I haven't been to a grand final week, but to go in the fan days and all that kind of stuff and getting involved, I think it's been absolutely outstanding. And the drive out here today, it doesn't bring back any memories, but you know, just. I think it's going to be a special grand final. Both sides, you know, like every year you come here and a side's just, you know, 10% or 20% better. And I don't know today. I just don't know what's going to happen. And that's and that's a grand final.
2: We're going to go unpack it very shortly. Uh, a bloke that was in two grand finals in the NRL and, and came up with bagels. And uh, James Graham, a very good afternoon to you, my friend.
5: Yeah, um... Thanks for reminding me of that, Bobo. And uh, happy Sunday, happy Sunday oh, to you, and
4: mate, happy Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> James Graham I, did not poll. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I, I'm glad we set the tone. Um, so, look, yeah, it, it, it brings up some memories th- this day, but um, for what I've had to, it's nothing compared to what I've had to endure this week. Nothing. Um, <laughs> You yeah, know, we, we, all like to, we all like to do our, our research in preparation for the show, see what our friends are up to. Oh, but I'll not get this 56 minutes back. But I've uh, scaled it into a, a quick, short package of what I've had to endure this week, just listening into the lives and times of one of our members of this panel. You want to play this uh, audio for us, please, Charlie?
2: I feel like the people who are journalists, it's disrespectful for me to be called a journalist. I grew up oh. with a very, very normal upbringing. The Dobbin boys go to Riverview, mm. which is St Ignatius in Sydney, which is an elite school. My dad was a legend there. I was in a stock camp where you were judged not on what school you went to and who you were, but judged on how hard you worked right. and the kind of person you was. And I didn't get that for a while. Mm. But... I embraced it, mm. and I became the this? leader in that group. i got a life coach um, who I talk to a bit. <laughs> no <Nobody> people <laughs> love me than they hate me. Crap off. And I'm not vanilla, and if I was sitting on the fence, I wouldn't have a job, and they're going to like me you or they're going to hate me. me. It's huh? as simple as that. Yeah, well, 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 so what are you trying to make? Where? No, no. I, a a I just, young just, lady, and it's a, an award-winning podcast. A young lady by well, the name that, of Edwina Robinson asked me. No, no, for my life story. Under so, no, no, she's that the, was the interviewer. All about you. Yeah, she asked that me the question. I talked about my upbringing from a single mother. So, and, yeah, <laughs> and if you listen to the fifty-six minutes, you would know that. Well, then I, I, I did you well, listen. There was, some, there was some
5: things that really just piqued pe- my interest. Yeah, what a was that? Normal, you described yourself as having a normal upbringing. I did. And you went to a private school. What's normal about going to an elite school? <laughs> That's not normal. Oh, He's cornered you already. It's You're not sneaking. normal. How can you How can you self-describe? What I was saying is no,
2: it, some no. people who are raised by single mums use that as a victim. I just was like, you know what? It was very normal. I had a very normal life. We didn't have a lot of money. I wasn't there. You went uh, to an elite school. Do you think that my mother paid for that? I don't know, You'd, but that's not normal. Yeah, well, listen, it is normal listen, in my listen,
4: eyes. Listen, can you stop hiding behind other people and just take the stuff that you take and what? you say and just own it? I so do own saying, it. Oh, mate, that's it's why it's on to... a
2: podcast. That's why it's on a podcast. And your life coach? I have got a life coach, <laughs> Joe. Yeah. I speak to him every oh, week. I'm not that. Joe. Snake time. <laughs> <camera. laughs> no, he's not him. No, Who's the life coach? My favourite Joe. bit was the vanilla bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> the vanilla mate, I get more abuse on social media than anybody. and I Why are you reading it? Why do you care? Oh, I don't care were crap. Oh, just... it, no, but
5: in that, um, in that podcast, you said never read the comments. So how do you know you get abusive? You say you never read the comments. Very good point. Why have why we started like this today? Hang <laughs> on. You, you started it. I had
3: that. I just ate, I'm just I just talking
2: had... as fact. You lost two grand finals yeah, and one I, of
5: them you cost your club. Uh, That's what uh, I'm talking
2: uh, about. Well, he, had a fa-
3: he, he had a fair receipt lined up uh, with uh, to go. Uh, in uh, James' um, own that moment. <laughs> right? I, yeah, and,
5: said. And, and also, well, I had that as backup. Just <laughs> Just in I thought Just we were, we were going to get on a nice a No, you did not, no, you did not. Nice, I saw you, and your, I saw you nice. and your boyfriend out the back I, there I thought talking I'm going to wait and see how Ben Dobbin approaches <laughs> this I'm going to leave well, balls in his court If funny he wants you to set that. the tone for you know, this type of show Then that's the tone
2: he, he sets It's funny you say that Because there's been a report card done And I'll be reading a report card on all your behaviour this <laughs> year And that is coming up today And some people in this group Who's done the should report be worried. card? Um, you and Giles, myself, and Charlie White—the three people who are part of organising this show every week—and that will be coming up a little later. Uh, now, listen,
3: you've orchestrated. No, no, I'm no, tipping Ewan and Charlie had nothing to do. With
2: they were very heavily involved in it, and believe you me, um, I will just give you a little entree. Your magic round performance will be coming up this week.
3: Oh, yeah, that was a heavy 11, voice
2: yeah.
4: oh, that was hard going. That was like six wide. Missed, missed the start, tried to catch up. So never much work. There. Never got there. Never <laughs> recovered. Never recovered. Never, never recovered. <laughs> Out of right up. Let's go.
2: Let's go, boys. Um, Brisbane taking on Penrith. We'll start with the Broncos today. Um, and we're obviously going to talk with MG very shortly. And we'll look at Penrith and just this juggernaut that this club is. Gordy, where do the Broncos win it today? I think they're young. I think
4: they're fresh. I think they're fit. Um, Kevy Wald is like, uh, I keep on singing his praises, but he's the most successful player that I've ever played with. Uh, he's been to this Big Dance Six. I've watched how they've improved. I've watched the players buy in. The moment for me, right? So a happy footy side is a side that's working really hard, so they're working hard together. They're it's small for other people, but, but when Patrick Carrigan scored that try and they all run in, that to me was one United footy side and you've got to be all on the same page. And um, Adam Reynolds didn't play in town, so they thought what was going to happen? Was the Cowboys going to come back? They were supposed to come back and they win with their reserve guys and I think that their defence over the last 12 weeks has turned into a premiership winning sides defence. To keep Melbourne Storm to zero... And that was a hoodoo side. They hadn't beat them for 13 years or something. And it was this. And Craig Bellamy owns you and all this kind of stuff. And they went out there. And that performance, I think it just sealed the deal that they can match it on the bigger stage.
5: They can match it, Gordy, But I think uh, the key area of focus for, for Brisbane Broncos in today's game is their start. Yes. They have to start well because you're coming up against an opposition. And I've used this analogy before. Start. that are like an anaconda where they will choke you out. And they will squeeze every bit of life out of you. So if the Broncos start the game like they did the Warriors, yep. this Penrith Panthers team don't allow you back
4: into okay. the contest. They so, just camp you on the mate, yep. like they set up camp on your yep. try line.
5: That's what. It, and so, I get all that stuff. So that, and if you look back to that, <clears throat> the beginning of that game, the the Warriors sort of came through the middle a little bit. Uh, um, Wade Egan out of dummy half, and they made or they were allowed to be made too many meters in those opening exchanges in my opinion i think the broncos know they've got enough talent out there they know yeah. they've got points in them they know they can defend their trial line but they also know that penrith panthers are a different beast and you just can't allow them to to get out to a lead you look back to that game and uh, i think it was pompey that missed two conversions clearly
4: doesn't miss them yeah I'll, like you know the, talking to some insiders in brisbane against melbourne All their focus was defence. Don't worry about our attack. Let's just defend. Zero. Against the Warriors, let's get our attack right. Let's get our attack. So, the defence part, they probably, because they wanted to really work on sharpening up, they got 42 points. And I still thought they were a bit clunky in parts because Adam Reynolds didn't play the last couple of weeks. They played a game, like one game against Melbourne, and it was all defence and that. So, mate, you make some really valid points, but... If they get both of those performances together yeah, and they're, and and if they can mould those together, they're going to be real difficult. And Penrith, well, they're a juggernaut. Yes. It's their fourth grand final. As you said, they've sort of played the Melbourne Storm style where they just keep on doing, they make you uncomfortable, they make you fight on the ropes. And until you don't want to fight on the ropes anymore, then you start pushing passes and going for the knockout yeah. early and that's yeah. how they get their points on you. So, But I think Brisbane are up for that. And I don't think Brisbane... I worry, you know, like... that. don't Penrith. fear anyone. Penrith have an aura, and they deserve to have an aura. But this side, I think they've made their own. Just on the Anaconda analogy and the fact yeah. that Penrith
3: can really, you know, be, I think he's always...
4: Anaconda, saying. that's a Nicki Minaj song.
3: Choke you. Um, <laughs> is all of Penrith's goal line defence and some of the tricks that they employ around the ruck area, is all of it in the spirit of the game? So I've seen a couple of things where I'm like, hang on, that's trained, that's practiced, that's learned, and I actually reckon that they're pushing the parameters a bit. And it hasn't been picked up yet by the NRL,
4: so there's a lot of pressure on the referee. Adam so
5: it. are we talking about, like, uh, blockers blockers in
4: position for Nathan the, Cleary? The blockers for They've Nathan already come Cleary? out and said that the blockers are breaking the rules. Yes, correct. So, so like it's up the, to the refs the Maxwell will come out, I think, Monday or Tuesday, and when Yo sort of moves back, and of course everybody blocks, and Kevin Walters, you know, straight back said, "Well, everybody blocks their kicker, right?" And we try to block for Adam, but then just the way just, the way, just the way they do it, yeah. Well, they you, do. You, you should, They're very really, good at it. You
5: should. You run yeah, if you're because I used to do it all the time myself. So you run as if you're wanting the ball. Obviously, it's the last play. Yes. You're not going to get it, so you'd run that angle in towards the dummy half and say, "Yeah." But also, you're going towards the markers, yeah, because the markers are the ones that put the kick pressure. Right.
4: So, was is that in the spirit of the game?
5: It's uh, gaining a competitive advantage. Yeah, well, and it's play, it's, it's it's giving your kicker more time because what, but my, are you changing what, your my, line? My, my, yeah, of course I am. I'm trying to make it well, more difficult. trying to make Shoot, it more difficult for the markers to get to my kicker. If someone it's does that my that job you, to look after
4: him. That's our point. If someone's doing that to you and your fullback's getting peppered, do you I've got to run
2: round him. I've got to room around that. Well, and never Adam get to G it. needs Adam G needs to stand up today, and I mean, Gordon, you brought up that stat earlier this week to me that Penrith have had a lot of success. Sixteen out G. of
3: seventeen games. Well, Adam G's referee. I would just hope,
2: of the course, of the last three. Seasons. I would just Mate hope you that, shot me down that day. Well, because I you should change. no, I haven't, but I've been on a backflip. No, I don't, I don't think, he think he you should be Camilla disrespecting. I just don't think you should be disrespecting the referees. Nobody's disrespecting. Nobody's I never said one word to him. No, well, I just don't think that should even come into question. That's what I don't think. Well, nobody's questioned anything. No They've one's questioned anything. have just pointed out that pointed this is what well, well, the numbers say. So. Well, Brisbane have won five or four. Brisbane have won four out of five under Adam G this year. Okay, so
4: so you so, brought up him saying that he hasn't won a grand final here, and then I brought out a stat that they have won sixteen out of seventeen, and you have a problem with that.
2: No, 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 no. I don't have a problem. Don't contradict yourself. I think with the him, insinuation like, of where you were going with no, no, was what, that was the problem that I had that with No, that they have a great record. With anyway, well, I'll leave it at that. the only game they I lost you, was against the West it, it, Tigers this it, it, year. At, in the wet, Was yes. it Bathurst, Bathurst, Bathurst or somewhere? Okay. St Helen. Okay. I just want to say this. Rhys Walsh, uh, superstar, can I just get your opinion, boys? Um, the now reports that he's been – the Integrity Unit are investigating um, – investigating his slight at the fan. James Graham, I'll start with you on your thoughts on what he said to this little boy. Oh, dear. Um, Look, it's a mountain out of a molehill. But look,
5: what I And I genuinely mean this when I'm I'm speaking about this, Dobber. What I love about our game is that we're not... As the athletes are not that far away from the community. They're not that far away. And they realise where they come from. They realise the community clubs. uh, And yes being a professional athlete changes you slightly the money changes you uh, being on TV changes you but there's still those people and there's a great connection between the modern day NRL player and the average fan in the sure, street sure. if you if you want to go and meet your heroes you can you can all you need to do is go to members day or you'd know if you were yeah. at the, the, you know say for the Bulldogs you'd know which cafes yeah, to go to sure. you the, the you know you can have a bit you see a, an NRL player at a bar uh, or a pub hey mate well done i how are you we need to hold on to that and protect that because that's important. So, what about this thing that happened? Well, both sides have a part to play in this relationship. It's the public and the player. I think so the NRL a, thought abuse, that there wasn't enough security. Yeah, don't abuse that privilege that we've got our access to these players because what we, what I fear is as the game continues to grow, there'll be a there'll be a further and further disconnect between the player and the public. And what we'll see it'll be like if you go to any of the European soccer leagues. But
2: it wasn't that bad. What he said, I don't no, it's understand. A pie a pie on, I believe no, no, well, this kid 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 is kid's got a smile on his face. He's like, slating him with a bit
5: thing. of banner, and he's, he's yeah. had a little crack back. And, and, but here's the thing: the press have now made this an issue. No, it hasn't.
2: It got reported to the right. integrity unit, James. All
5: right. Like, well, it, well, it, well, it's important that we we don't. N- there is absolutely zero punishment to Reece Walsh. Otherwise, we start to lose because we need to protect what get, makes our game so great that the players are approachable. Well, don't blame
2: the media on the
5: storm
3: and mate. It's yeah, a I, I agree with over.
2: this. I agree with this. But don't blame the media, mate, because that didn't right. come from the media. That okay. came from the integrity unit. A fans made a complaint. Well, t- well, t- well, the inte- not the media then. Do, the integrity unit to make put it to the shredder to the NRL. The fan has contacted the NRL and made a complaint about Reece Walsh. Was Which, it the young kid or was it his parents? Well, oh,
5: well, I don't know. Well, but, then the, the responsibility is on the parents or the kid not to do it. We saw the same thing happen with Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. Look at what he's doing in the community. Yeah. And one incident, yeah. like, this we've got the, – the point I'm trying to make double is we've got to protect this. I if don't your son yelled, yelled issue, that out at
2: someone, would I'd, you like him? I'd tune him up. I'd tune my son up. I wouldn't go, mate, if my son yelled that out – I'd give him a whack. So don't do that, mate. Like, yeah, just oh, seriously. And if, if somebody came and back, i said, you so get your tuppence. You som- get your
4: tuppence. Sometimes you do the dad. Yeah, I mean, like, if that's my son, and I used to say to my sons, if you say something and you hurt their feelings, you've said the wrong thing. But if someone says it to you, toughen up. Yeah. but, right, but They're only words. So, so there's different messages. So if that was my son yelling out someone, like whoever it is, I would give him a clip yeah. or... If the player just returned serve, I said, mate, you got what you deserve.
5: Yeah, 100%. If you, it wasn't as, as if Reese Walsh was the instigator. He just said this. All <laughs> like, mates provoked him. And, it, I, and also, I, I credit Reese Walsh for saying something back because there's so many people that, be like, oh, I might not say anything. You know what? If you're going to talk like that, you get a spray back. 100%. You get what you deserve. Yeah, I agree with that.
4: Have you uh, ever said anything back? All the time. Yeah, because I got sprayed if, if all someone, week.
5: someone sprays me in the street. I'm you got pausing. sprayed all week where?
4: Like someone had a crack. I said, thanks for listening. I said, thank you for watching. I really appreciate it. You're paying my bills. And he got angry. I said, mate, well, you are. You can turn off. Yeah. I said, if you hate me that much, just turn off. Please.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can I ask (laughs) you, Gordy? Thanks for watching. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Gordy, the influence of Kevin on this club and the impact, the the Kevin Walters impact on the Broncos and today's story. uh, Yeah, I I haven't read the papers today, but but just
4: the style of play. Like MG said, I love. To me, it's the '90s that I watched as a Bronco. So, for me, there's a bit of romance that we're getting back because when the old games come on, everybody goes, "How good's that? Like, how good's the footy?" So to so to blend the old with the new and 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 don't become robots and still change your arm and promote the footy and you know make mistakes. And I and I was talking to the great Billy Slater just at the Kangaroo reunion and. He just said, and everybody was talking grand final, right? How good? And he goes, if Brisbane are prepared to make mistakes, they win. He that goes, right? if they're prepared to make the mistakes, says that team makes mistakes because Billy knows that when he first came out, he he's, he makes mistakes. Yes, but they back it. Yep, and that and then to me, I'm thinking, oh, everybody's going, oh mate, they can't afford to make mistakes. He was just on the other side of the coin. Make your mistakes. Well,
3: teams can often be a
4: reflection of their coach's personality. Yeah.
3: Gordon and Kevy. The way that he played yeah. the game, you can see a lot of that sure. you know, style of football that Brisbane are now playing, and you got to be so prepared good. to take risks to win big games. Reece Walsh did it last week; yeah. made a mistake, and then immediately still shot double down, down. And yeah. Re- yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. So he doesn't carry because the stars, if you go back in your
4: shell, you play into hands. If you didn't play against Melbourne Storm, you play into their hands, don't you, Jimmy?
5: Yeah, you
4: you, you are right there about the. No, I'm not you, right. It was Billy Slater. Yeah, <laughs> or he, or he's right there.
5: That you? have you. got. To, I'd like to have you, claimed well, it. Well, again, if you if you look at how parents have been beaten, one of the teams that um, have managed to do it uh, more successfully than anybody during these uh, past four year run would be the Parramatta Eels that play with a, an offload style of football, which which is it disrupts the defensive line.
4: I th- um, think the percentage when they play an offloading. So I think that they lose, like yeah. the games that they lose is is like when the offloads go over whatever. Like it was a stat I, I, that was thrown in. Yeah. Parramatta
5: in round
3: 26.
4: Yeah. Yes. Went I, out and threw it around
5: now, I room. know Kevy Walters has said that um, he didn't intend on having an offloading style of game against the Warriors, but it did happen. Um, and I think it, it, it's important when those forwards go in and look for that uh, offload. Sorry, when the offload's on, that's when you do it, but you don't go in with a predetermined No, mindset. they, they,
4: they, they, yeah, they it, know, right? See, yeah. so like the... Like the great offloaders, when you talk to them, right? Win the collision. Once you've won the collision and they've stopped your momentum, you you can't go in with a preconceived idea because then all you do is flop it out the back. Yeah, exactly. And and it's not as
5: effective. It's not effective.
4: Gene Miles used to win the collision, pass it around the corner, there's a break. There's different ways of offloading. Just offloading at the back, which is really poor, or you win the collision and offload with people around you.
2: Welcome back to Accor Stadium, Triple M Sunday, Symbian. all thanks to Prosper. Prosper Australia's number one online lender to small businesses, James Hooper, joining us. Grand final winner, Gordon Tallis. Grand finalists, James Graham and Ben Dobbin with you. As we count down towards the Penrith Panthers taking on the Brisbane Broncos, we have the Australian Championship between South Sydney and the Brisbane Tigers. That will be the first game. We will be covering the NRLW game. Anthony Maroon, Aaron Woods, Matty Studdon and Brent Reid will be all part of that team. And then Dan Ganae will be your caller along with Wendell Saylor, James Graham, Ryan Gerdler and myself for the main game. Uh, Let's talk about the juggernaut. Uh... Penrith Panthers, their fourth grand final, going for a 3 Uh Never before since Parramatta. It hasn't happened since the Parramatta days. Hoops, y- you, um, you've um, you alluded to that in the past. 81,
4: 82,
3: 83. Three, yes.
2: Yeah, that's right. Good you got it right this time. Yeah, um, it was a loose yeah. um,
4: But, mate. Th- <laughs> See, mate, listen here. Don't go picking on people's faults, right? Hang on. Because the whole show will turn into you. (laughs) Right? Fair call.
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about about Penrith, please. Yes. Um, What a franchise. What a club. Uh, Regardless of what happens uh, today, they have been, without a doubt, the most successful side over the last four years, and rightly so. Uh, We're going to talk with one of the greats, Mark Guy, very shortly. Um, But... It it, it could be a very, very special day for the Penrith Panthers side if they are to get this third premiership victory in a row. Well, they've just become such a
3: juggernaut, Dobbo, and they're blessed with um, the biggest junior rugby league nursery in the world. There's about 10,000 young players who are out there with the St. Clair Comets and St. Mary's and um, Glenmore Park, Brumbies and all those types of teams, Collington, Uh, and I, I think... There was a few years where they lost their way and they didn't quite have the pathway system set up correctly. Yep. Uh, But now that they have, and it's been crucially, uh, and it hurts me to say it because he was at the West Tigers as the coach and he had to break a contract to get out of it, but it's been the return of Ivan Cleary that clearly has had a huge influence on setting up this juggernaut and this powerhouse that the Panthers have become because since he's gone back there, uh, yes, Phil Gould was also involved Yes, Phil Gould was also hugely influential in terms of setting the pathways up, but it still hadn't quite really taken off until they they had to have the Mexican standoff and Gus ended up leaving. Uh, And then since then, Penrith have just continued to power from strength to strength. There's some great behind-the-scenes stories. There's a bloke called Jim Jones who's been their recruitment scout for more than 30 years.
2: I read that article yesterday. Unbelievable. Some of the the really good stories. Yeah, it was a really good yarn and how he met the players and what he saw of them. And there were some phenomenal stories. And I didn't know that. And they're the stories in the the unsung heroes of the Panthers side um, that you don't know. But talk about on the field, Jammer, just how dominant they have been. Tonight, if you are to stop them. Where where do you go to? Is it all clear, or do you believe that more likely you've got to try and stop James Fisher-Harris?
5: Yeah, look, it, it's no secret that their middle three um, get get them into positions, but it, but it's all the perfect circle with Pemreh because their their backfield carries from their from, from Toto and Taruva and Edwards are fantastic, and then those uh, those middle three off the back of that, and especially Isaiah Yo, like his variation mm-hmm. with the football is. It is fantastic to witness and watch, and he's got options up his sleeve. Um, he'll drop um, one of his front row partners or middle three partners underneath to to exploit that area in behind the rook or catch a, a marker not working on an assignment. And then obviously, you've got um, I think Cleary and uh, and, and whatnot on, on the back of that, Luai. and then the, the, the strike of Crichton. It, it, it's hard. And, 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 man, we've not even spoke about Liam Martin. What a player he is! He yeah. was in that game uh, to get them into the final. He was sensational in that game. The the try that he set up for for Nathan Cleary. Wow! And we talk about this team, and you know we got the paper open there, and one to thirteen, and and
2: then their bench of Lenu. You, you're like, where, where do you break this team down? How, how well, where is their start? weakness? Where's their weakness, Gordy? Where, where is the Panthers' weakness?
4: They don't have one. You can't be there. I, I The thing when I think of Penrith, I think of how they stayed hungry.
5: Mm.
4: Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? like A lot of champion teams can lose their way, can't they? Because well, you lose players and you lose coaches. Well, and they have lost some players, but just, you know, like you talk about the players that have come in, but how their big players have stayed hungry. They've played a lot of footy. They've played a lot of big game games. You know, they've all gone on a World Cup. You know, it was a perfect storm and you saw what happened at the Cowboys who finished third. You know, like, mate, they all go play in the World Cup. They come back. They had an early start. They played St. Helens, you know, and they lost. But to get back on track and to, and to fix on the run, but to stay hungry. And what I mean by hungry is for those guys to keep on playing at the level that they are, how much hard work goes when no one's watching. Yeah. Penrith, how hard they work when no one's watching.
5: Yeah, I, I think I, I used this phrase before. It's difficult to stay motivated when you're waking up in silk sheets. It happens with a lot of um, prime boxers and, and UFC champions and uh, mixed martial artists where they get to that champion status and then they're very very, very seldom is it they, they stay there because everyone's hunting you and also you've got that, that comfort of knowing you you can say you're the champion. You're the really champ. good
4: point because Dobbo came over home one day and he complained because it wasn't 2,000 thread sheets... That's not true.
3: <laughs> I mean... You like, like, I, thought, I thought you were going you to like, say you, you brought like. his silk Peter uh, no, Alexander pyjamas on. No, <laughs>
4: um, I think it was like Egyptian cotton. He goes, mate, you like like, oh, it's normally a thousand thread, but I go above and beyond. I the, actually the don't mind comfort Peter
2: comfort. Alexander jammies, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can't lie about that. <laughs> Do they make them in your size? Uh, <laughs> well, you should know, Fatso. Um, you're the same size as d- me. Just,
5: just on paper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a lie. Mate, that <laughs> shirt is gaping, and I'm going to take a photo and put it up there. This is a large, it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, so this is a
5: large. Well, go and get a two XL. <laughs> 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 j- just, just on Penrith as well. If, if you look at what they've done, it, you know we t- speak about the players that they've lost over the years and the, the people coming in and the fantastic job. But even if you look at when they've lost players throughout the season, like when Cleary's not being fit, yeah. they still produce. When oh. Luai's not fit. They, well, still they still win.
2: Well, how long, just win how out, long was Cleary out for? Well, well, Cleary was, was, win. was out for seven weeks, wasn't he? Like, you know, and then, uh, and, then well, and Luai but, was out for six as well. Like, well, you, well, know. you know, you, you, look, you go, go th- four. Th- yeah. th- like, with with,
5: with um, Cleary especially, you think, oh, wow, they're going to be up against it now. Yes. <laughs> like,
4: oh. Yeah. Okay. And then Isaiah yo yeah, gets four men of the matches yeah. in a row. Like, remember at the time was like, okay. Yeah.
3: Or Cogger just... Well, Cogger Ross, just fit it into the. He's, and, and, he's not Nathan Cleary, but he was it, able to yeah. just replicate well, and fit into the system, well, well, and the system stacks up even when he's. But in they there. had well, the that, same that, thing
2: with Liam Martin. They had Zach Hoskin come yeah. in now, and, and and even though he's not in the seventeen today, the job with well, those fringe players were unbelievable. Why like Cogger in that. That goes to
5: Hoops's point earlier about the, the systems that they've managed to create, and, and having you know the the moving part in that is okay. Well, we take out our diamond. What are we going to do now? Are we are we anything without Cleary? Are we sole, solely reliant on this one individual? No, of course we're not, because we're a system, we're a machine, and then in comes whoever. It's not as bright as the Cleary, but other people take over and you know assume different roles and. They're a multi-threat team. They're not, they're not a one-trick pony. They've got so
2: much strike and, and, and so much ability. It's and not the that. impact of Ivan. Even um, the coaches that they've got, yeah, Like they like, use like Serraldo and Webster. So they take the two assistants. Now, Peter Wallace, to be fair, has done a, a really good job there yes. as well. yep. But how much we talk about Kevin Walters in Brisbane, and we, we talked about Andrew Webster in the Warriors, and we talk about Trent at the Roosters. Yep. Brad at Par- Ivan Cleary in the Penrith Panthers. I mean, He's pivotal. Um, not only I, look, I accept that some of the talent they got is once in a generation talent, but he's been a, able to make the hard decisions. Well, he gets them it, to it, their it, genetic it, potential. It yeah. gets them to their absolute potential
5: because there's plenty of talented individuals at many clubs. Dobbo, but, sure, but, but but the environment that they've created there helps people get to their full potential football, reach their footballing potential through environment. We've, a lot. A lot of people have the ingredients to to be successful athletes or be successful footballers, but you need to be right in the right environment, the perfect environment. And they've created those conditions out there. It's connection to community, most of the team play, uh, live out in Penrith, which makes them more involved. Which all counts. It all adds up, and it all makes a
4: little bit. It all makes a slight different, a slight edge, and that's what Penrith has. And they make it us first, Sam. Like they got thin skin, and they yeah everything that's said, it just. Like it festers on them. So, like, they're made, I know that when they walk in, they yeah. go, mate no, mate, no one likes us, no, this. And they just build up this hatred within themselves. The so power of the heat. Yeah.
2: power Oh, of absolutely. No, absolutely, well, it, they it, it's, do. It's alive and well. Um, either way, we're going to talk more grand final and we'll look at our grand final moments. We're actually going to go in deep with you about that day here in 2014 and hey, listen, the clash up, with Zemburgers. And, and congratulations. This is your first grand final as a host, mate. You know, we've <laughs> all been- <laughs> I just congratulate. Well, you obviously mate. won't hear last year. I'm nuts. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. Come back. You this here. Is, yes, I was. But well, when you want to talk about the Penrith Panthers, there's only one legend in my mind. He typifies everything that Penrith and the fabric that they've built this side over. Mark MG guy. Hello, mate. How are you? Oh. What an exciting moment today will be for you. And mate, how is the West?
0: The West is pumping. Good morning, boys. Oh, good afternoon, I should say. Um, yeah, look, it's. It's even though it's the third or fourth in a row. Um, I think this one has, I don't know, this one's got a different feel about it. There's more everywhere you walk. We had a gym session this morning at my gym at nine o'clock and across the road to Jamison Park, there was about 400 cars. Um, Penrith supporters about to do a car rally all around Penrith. Um, I think after the first couple of years of, of COVID, um, when the first, you know, obviously the first one, the storm beat Penrith and then, we beat South up at Brisbane, and the, the last couple of years have, uh, have come back a little bit, a bit normal, but this year is a lot more normal. It's pumping. The West is pumping, mate.
3: Geez, you must be excited, <coughs> MG, about the forward battle. Um, oh, know, both packs on paper, uh, and it just shapes as such an epic matchup.
0: Everywhere you look, Jimmy, it's, um, it's mouthwatering, you know, from Haas and um, Flegler against Fisher, Harris, and Leota. And um, then you've got probably two of the most underrated players in each team, Billy Walters and and Kenny. Um, Mitch Kenny's been one of the. He, he, watch him today, he'll, tonight he'll set the tempo in defence. Um, he's always he'll he'll jam Payne Haas. He'll, he'll get around his ribcage cage and uh, very much underrated. And then you've got the back row, both back rows, are, are fantastic and formidable, and the and the lock forward duel, uh, Carrigan versus Yo. Um, probably their two best and most consistent forwards uh, all season, and I can't wait for it. And then you've got the. You know, the, once the tough stuff's done, you've got the sprinkling of the sugar on top of the of the of the cake. It's um Cleary versus Reynolds. Wow, what a what a sight that's going to be. The kicking game tonight is going to be worth the mittens alone.
5: Hey MG, um, mate, there's so much to, to like about this game and so much class on on display. But are you a little bit surprised that? that Penrith have, have got themselves into this position yet again I think you know take yourself back to the beginning of the year they lose two coaches two assistant coaches uh, two of their uh, most important players in my opinion um, from uh, yeah. the past couple of seasons in Coruscant and kick out and what they bought to, the, to this team are, are you surprised that they're, they're back in the big dance yet again
0: you know what, Jammer? If I'm going to be very honest with you, boys, yes, I am. I didn't think in the modern era we could get a, we could see a rugby league team with the current um, salary cap um, stringence on it. You know, it's very, very well policed, um, except if a couple of sombreros run around every now and then. Um, it's <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do you need them out in the west? That's all we, i know with thirteen.
0: No, heat. no we, <laughs> yeah, mate, we just uh, we we lure players by saying, "Look, which which one of the three sisters in the mountains do you want?" Okay, we can have you can have Glenbrook, you can have Lapston, you can have. Um, look, it's <laughs> you, you, mentioned, you mentioned it. You mentioned the um, yeah Parramatta. Obviously, there's a reason why only um, it's been 40 years since the club's been back to back to back because it's so bloody hard. Um, and you met, we lost, you know, um, Burton and Capewell after 20, and then it was Kickow and, and Corusel, as you mentioned. Next year it's Crichton and Lenu, um, and the coaches, you know, Andrew Webster and, and Cameron Serrato. It's, that's the uh, byproduct of success. Um, but the way that Ivan Cleary keeps bringing players to the fold, and I'm talking about players like Scott Sorensen and, um, you know, Isaac Tago has come from nowhere, and Brian Tottle is one of the most consecutive, one of the most consistent wingers. That I've ever seen play, um, and as a forward, Gordy, you know how yeah. when you're running back from that, that long kick from Reynolds, and all of a sudden Brian Tott will break three tackles. So instead of running thirty meters back, you've only got to run fifteen back, and it makes a difference. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm very surprised, but I'm, I'm now that they're here, uh, I think that they look they look really focused. Um, Nathan Cleary is top of his game; he's got no injuries, um, and I think tonight, I think tonight it could be we could be seeing something special.
4: MG, yeah, there's been talk, and it's. You know, been around for about three or four weeks. About if Nathan Cleary wins his third Grand Final in a row, you know, there is Peter Sterling. You would have played against all those guys. Are we too quick to put someone like Nathan Cleary on a pedestal? I think he's a great player. He's probably one of the best players in the game. But when you talk of Sterling and the guys, and you know the Andrew Johnses, they've they've done it for ten to fifteen years.
0: Look, we are recency biased um, as commentators, ex- as expert players. We always kind of yeah. think about what's just gone before us. And look, I, I think Nathan Cleary would be the first to admit that he's got to dominate at State of Origin before he can yeah. be mentioned in the same breath as the Johnses and the Thurston's and the Cronks. But he's, he's, he's nipping at their heels. He's, he's yeah. only 25 um, to be guiding the team into their fourth grand final in a row. Um. That that alone speaks volumes. He's Penrith's best player, and I, n- I never thought I'd see that after playing with Brandy Alexander. Okay. And f- do you think and he's and fr- Penrith's greatest player? Yeah, I think he. I think he's. So Brad
4: Filer, Royce, yourself, yep. the Cartwrights. Wow. Like, yep. there's been some Brandy? legends come through the club.
0: Yeah, I think he's overs- he's overtaken Brandy. Yeah, I think I think Brandy wow. would be the first. You know, Brandy's obviously the pioneer. He's he was the first. Um, player that you'd run out as a forward and look down the in you would have done the same with Alfie, yeah. Um, yeah. And Gemma. You know, you know the, the, half, the halves you play with over your career. When you see a halfback, you know who's going to dominate the opposition with his blindness as far as ball skills and, and speed goes. Brandy was the number one. The Brandy was just the top of the tree, and obviously we we know why we didn't you know forge a legacy at the club. And um, who who knows what would have happened if we stuck together for after ninety one, ninety two, or ninety three, ninety four. But that wasn't to be, and, and you, know, you can only judge people on what they've done. And for the fact that Nathan Cleary has now gotten his team into four grand finals in a row, on the back of his skill, um, yeah, he's the best Penrith player we've we've seen.
4: Wow. Hey, hey, MG, can I put your, what what was it, a 90, maybe 91 State of Origin hat on? Yep. And if you're playing today, mm-hmm. whose head are you going <laughs> to... Whose head are you going after? <laughs> Who's on the chopping block, mate? I'm Who's on the MG? On... Choc- no, no, and then that's with both packs, right? So like, if it you're Brisbane, right? Yep. If you're Brisbane, who do you have to go at? And if you're Penrith, who do you go at?
0: Well, when I was uh, in, before '91, Gus Good whispered in my ear. He said, "I want Lazarus, Walters, and Clyde all all, all out of the game quickly." And I said, "What? All well, three of them?" I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Jesus Christ, I'm not a clone." <laughs> um, <laughs> so I went for Lazo the second tackle of the game. I, I tackled him pretty hard, and then Stevie Walters, the third tackle. Then it took me a while to get hold of Clyde but um, eventually I did. And um, if the, look, if I'm if I'm Penrith, I'm going after Carrigan, because Carrigan for mine, he's the he's the man. He, you know, Payne Haas and Flegler give you the go forward, but all the razzle-dazzle and the, um, the bump and, and, and grind and offloads come from Carrigan. I want to I make sure that he knows pretty early that he's in a grand final. Um, and if I'm bron- the Broncos, well, I've the two boys up front. Moses Leota and Fisher-Harris have just been on a roll. And if you remember the grand final last year, Parramatta gave themselves a big, op- a big chance to win the comp until the first 10 minutes when Liam Martin, uh, Fisher-Harris and Leota just went bang, bang, bang. And out goes Junior Paulo and out went, uh, you know, uh, Campbell-Gillard and their back road and you know, Papa Lee he had his probably quietest game of the season so there's going to be fireworks in this first ten minutes you know there's going to be because the the ascendancy um, from either side will go a long way into you know the, the last ten minutes of the game because it's going to be Brisbane are a fantastic team I've, been, I've loved their voyage I really have i've watched i've I actually love watching them play footy um you know I think that their centers are are, are on song at the moment stags and, and Farnworth. and um, <laughs> Look, Bruce Walsh. I mean, this kid. You know, look. Have you got? Well, that's all the talk. You boy-
2: yeah, that's all the talk. MG in the papers today in the Sunday Telegraph. It's Operation Pretty Boy. That's how they've mm. led, and they've said that. You know, hours and hours of video work, and Penrith are putting all their attention to silence. Reese Walsh. I mean. Doesn't that suggest, in some ways, that maybe that if they're just focusing on him, that could cause them? There's other strike everywhere. I, I've never known Penrith just to focus purely on one area, and they, and the, all the talk is they've spent hours trying to trying need, to minimise him. They need to get that's a flag
0: Sometimes, yeah. you, sometimes you call that in rugby league a little bit of a smother. Um,
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I look. Every, we, we, we've
0: come this far. We've come this far to know that. He's a danger. He is a dead-set danger. Um, but he can't do anything unless these big boys up front, i.e. Oh, yeah, the Fleglers and the Payne Houses, is yeah, a stop.
5: MG, I reckon the, the the big talk, the talk, I know Payne House. I think he's the best front rower in the competition, but I reckon yeah. if you're Penrith, they're having a little bit of a word with one another, Lee and Fisher Harris are saying, let's get Flegler, let's get him first. Because I reckon he's the one that starts yeah. it. I reckon he's the, the more aggressive um, style player. Are
4: you just going... You just like
0: him because he's cause got red hair, hair yeah. like you. Well, we, we
4: and <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, the he red, knows red head. You know what he know his, knows mate, he knows his
0: eyes. <laughs> Every redhead player I played against, they were like cyborgs. They just don't stop. They just keep coming at you. They, 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 I don't know what's in their blood, but they're, they're, not, they're not human. Um, they just Oi, keep coming and coming. Less of
5: that gingerous <laughs> comment, please, MG. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh,
0: hey, uh, come that, on, Jammer. That's
4: gingerism. That's MG. <laughs> MG, you've had a lot of headlines written about you. Have yeah. you ever had Pretty Boy MG?
0: <laughs> well, Operation I, I Pretty wasn't, Boy uh, MG. I was, I was Mr. March in the 1991 minute
2: league <laughs> Hey, MG, listen, we know you're going to back Penrith, but by how much do you believe they'll win by?
0: Uh, 26-22. I think Penrith will win. I think it's going to be relatively high scoring because of the weather and the, the, the firmness of the pitch. No due whatsoever. Uh, we've got, we've got the, we've got the heavyweight bout we want. We've got beautiful conditions. By, you know, 7.30 tonight, it's going to be probably a little bit cooler than it is right now. Um, I think, uh, 28-22 or something around that, 26-22. Um, I think Dylan Edwards could be the first try scorer. And I think if Penrith win, um, Nathan Cleary will be man of the match.
2: Yeah, well, you're not wrong often. I hope you're wrong tonight. Anyway, MG, appreciate your time. Thank you for everything. Listen here, mate. I know know you live. Mate, I'm on the the Broncos bandwagon. You know that. I know. Been on it all year. All year. Hey, listen, we're going (laughs) to take a break. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, MG. (laughs) See you, boys. I I call BS up next. Ah, grand final day. Welcome back to Triple M Sunday. Sinbin, all thanks to Prosper Australia's number one online lender to small business, the Raging Bull, Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper and Ben Dobbin with you ahead of the NRLW game, which we'll be calling Anthony Maroon, will be your caller. Then the main game uh, is 7.30 uh, Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time, 6.30 if you're in Queensland. Dan Ganae will be your caller along with James Graham, Wendell Saylor, Ryan Gerdler, Ben Dobbin with you for that call as well. It is now time for this. From the makers of The Earth is Flat and I'm only having one beer, comes I Call BS. Oh, like the boots. Ariat Rebar Work Jeans won't let you down on the tough jobs. Check out the range of Rebar Work Jeans at ariat.com.au. A big thank you to Ariat, who have been big supporters Of not only myself, but the Sunday Sinbin and and this segment. Thank you very much. That's under review too. No, it's not.
4: Like your ambassadorial role with them. No, it's not. Yeah, they've... Reach out to me, Terry, and um, you know <laughs> I'm still keen to have lunch with you next week, and we'll just talk about it. Bro. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. They I'll do be, make a damn good pair of boots. I'll, I'll be coming, uh, I'll okay, be coming to that
2: lunch. No oh, worry. you're a bit nervous, are you? You, you're why not a Why would I be nervous? are you nervous? You serious? They don't. Uh, they don't do anything without talking to me about uh, whether or not you'll be involved. Anyway, um, I call BS, and you'll be very lucky to be at the lunch. <laughs> um, over to you, Raging Bull Gordon. Tell us.
4: Oh, my first. Uh, Do you know what? Um, I felt a bit sorry for Penrith fans this week, right? Simply because it's about promotion, right? And then there's a bit of self-interest. So so the fan day, we raced back for 360. Um, Ivan and the captain didn't come on. I think Triple M, we reached out to the media guy for Triple M and he didn't want to come on that. And then the grand final lunch. They didn't turn up to that. Like they zoomed in, and part of that, I some of it, I think, is arrogant. But two is, and I used to say it to Wayne Bennett too. Right? Say so if they think this is a Penrith bash-up, they're not talking to us. They're talking to their fans. So I actually feel a little bit for the Penrith fans. They could become the latest club since 1980 to win three in a row. And if I'm a Penrith fan, I want to hear this is the this is the greatest week of a Penrith fan's life, right? So then then I think hearing from their coach, hearing from their captain, hearing from
2: their star players this week, I don't... Well, they should have been at that lunch, Gordon. I don't care about Zoom. They should... Kevin Walters and Adam Reynolds didn't want to be there because they wanted to focus. It was their one day off, and they made the effort, and I understand that they were down here. Penrith should have been there. I think that's
4: a bit of disrespect. If I was a player and it happened in my era, if I went and... England, like if I'm over in England and we did a couple of things and the whole English team was there and, you know, like you feel like that you're both buying into the game. So I think sometimes the game is the start. Grand final week is about all those extra things. That's what it's about. It's about the extra things. That's that's what fans, that's why people fly in. That's why there was big groups. Like I was down at the fan day. I walked in one of the pubs there's like 40 guys from New Zealand that do this every year. So they want to go and they want to hear and that's, and that's part of growing, growing the audience.
3: Yeah, and I think this is where... Ivan Cleary really lets himself down, Gordy, because if it was any other coach that was lining up to win three premierships in a row, there would be massive write-ups in the papers. They'd be getting dissected on all the television shows uh, about what a genius performance it had been. Um, But for whatever reason, there is that little bit of arrogance, disrespect, maybe it's being a bit aloof, I don't know. But I reckon it, it, because it's a disservice to the fans. They have got a, a legion fans. of fans, right? And you're not talking to NRL 360 or
4: Channel Nine or whoever it is. You, you're talking to the fans. You're talking I used to, to say to your that supporters. to Wayne Bennett, right? Yep. And if and if a player is scared of someone with a pen or a microphone, they're playing the wrong game, right? So go there and promote. And yeah, I, I you know I just feel sorry, like, and I feel sorry for the fans. So I felt a bit let down myself that. I'm not hearing on what they have to th- say about it. Well, and the other they, thing is, the Broncos have come down from Brisbane, about,
3: right? Sorry? The Broncos have come down from Brisbane, so yep. they've travelled in a the state, they've set up camp here, they've ticked every box, wife, yep, at the breakfast, at the fan day, yep. committed all the Everything. commitments required, right? And Penrith,
4: are, you know,
3: like, this is our hometown.
4: Yeah. And, I, and, and an old wise man told me one day that a relationship's not 50 50. It's a hundred percent because some days you're going to do more than others, and you have got to pack up. and I think the game deserves better, not me, not you, not Triple M, not whatever. The game, and you know what the game is—that's the fans. Yes. I think that's everybody. I think, and then I just got a little bit disappointed. And you see, yeah, and it's Kevy, and and if Wayne Bennett does it, I will say exactly the same thing. Yeah. I think the game deserves better.
2: Yeah, well said.
4: That's a very good. B-ish. Especially when you're going to be a record break, or there's a chance of you becoming a record breaking team that has been around since those legends. Hoops BS? Uh, My BS this week is so
3: just for all listeners, we had a triple M drink yesterday. We had a great day. Great day. Went to a pub in Surrey Hills,
4: sort of had half an hour. Charlie's
3: local. Oh yeah, Charlie. Produced oh, we did, did like, want to go. Oh, is that why we went there? Yeah. yeah. Why, why oh, we oh. that
4: and is that why the tab got drunk really quick? So we kept it for the next three months. <laughs> now <laughs> I know how uh, it works. Was a wonderful afternoon. Thank you to it you and wonderful. Giles. Yeah.
1: Thank
5: and, you to you uh, and of Giles. All for, the pubs in Sydney, we go to Charlie's local. Yeah, but it was a good day. Uh, oh. it, it was a good, a good day. day. It was
3: it was was a cracking day. So thank you to you and Giles for putting that tab on. Then. Friday, Gordy, we had a Fox uh, end of season catch up on. That was also awesome as well. Uh, that was at the Woolly Bay Hotel, great pub. Um, and then while I'm standing there having a yak with a couple of people, the phone rings and a bloke who I know at one of the most exclusive restaurants in Sydney called Six Head um, down at the Rocks, we all actually had a team dinner there Last year. Yeah, so, which I paid so, for. So we know that John, you didn't pay for that. This is, I, I mate, this up is the, not your BS. Police. Like, go on. You did not you pay did not for pick that. It Don't mate. make so things then up. I, so paid, so I so paid half
4: that. the bill. Don't make oh. things up. You bought yourself a bottle of wine. You've been shellfish again, you little crab, right? You're very shellfish and bought yourself a bottle of wine because you didn't like the wine that we bought. Go on, hoops.
3: <laughs> Go. So I get a phone call, right, from this <laughs> <laughs> bloke, um, Joey Moosa, who's a mate of mine. He used to run another joint near uh, where my house is, so I know the bloke. Right? He's a right. white ant. He reached me. He's no, to, he's not. He's, he's rock one solid. One white he's a group ant. He aunt. is not. And he he's rock solid. Wife. He's a mate of mine, and yeah. all he's done is tell me the truth. So he said, hey, mate, um, one of the uh, girls just came up to me. They said... A bloke called Ben Doblin has booked himself. <laughs> well, I didn't book him. <laughs> has booked himself
2: <laughs> you've got, in. You've got. The, he, he goes,
3: Ben Doblin. No, 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 no. Hang on. I, I think you mean Ben Dobbin. So then he called me. He goes, "Hey mate, are you coming in on? Are you coming in tonight?" I said, "No, no, I got, I got something on." He goes, "Oh, okay." Oh, I said, "Why? Who's made a reservation?" He goes, "Oh, um, Dobbo." I went, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." He said, "Yeah, he's um, Ben Fordham's also contacted the restaurant as well and asked." Requested that Dobbo be given his personalised steak knife, Ben Fordham's personalised steak knife to <laughs> eat <team> steak. Because <laughs> you not have your own. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh my God, that is so you. So, so that is what, so you. So, what point are you trying so to make? So, my point, point is, my, my point is, oh. we're a team, right? Yeah, we're all a I, team.
3: I didn't see myself in You right go, of go and organise some Super League lunch, right? Some Super yeah. League dinner, you don't even tell us about it.
2: Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Stop. I'm. I'm just going to stop you right there. You, absolute, getting yourself enraged. You need to calm down. Here's a couple of facts I'm going to tell you about. Were you or were you not at an a, a dinner, lunch slash dinner, drinks with no, Fox it Sports? At
3: five. A, well, finished about six
2: o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Were you invited to the dinner? Yes or no? Yes or no? We invited to dinner. No, no. no. i yes you, you were, the, mate. I've got the text. Would messages, you like to right? come to the dinner? Yeah. I said, and that, I brushed you, and you rang up and said I'm on my way. And yeah, then you went, and then I thought no, about I'm it not. and went, no, I'm yeah. not doing that. So your credibility is in the no, gutter. It's so no, it's yes not. No, it it's not. You threw me a bait late on mate, Friday. I didn't think you'd want to go out to dinner with the chat. I didn't. I didn't. So that's. I didn't. Well, mate. So that's why I didn't go. You're
3: finally
4: starting to work
2: out. I don't like you. With the Queensland what? Queensland journalists. Okay, and then a podcast. I'm not a journalist. I was there facilitating oh. the dinner. So
4: facilitating? Yes. So why would you... So, hang on. It? I'm glad Your you Your podcast brought, right
2: off the top of the show said that I'm not a journalist. Well, I don't. I didn't go to university, so I don't want to call myself a journalist because it's disrespectful to the people that have studied and done a, a university degree. I'm so more of a facilitator. Right,
3: mate. You don't have to go to, anyway, to, to the Well,
2: I think you do. It's, it's disrespectful to those <laughs> people who have studied. Okay.
3: Yeah, anyway. Um, man, I'm glad you brought up those messages and the fact that you contacted me on Friday evening because in one of those texts you said... Do
2: you um, want me to read all the messages from that night?
3: Yeah, go. I, I, don't think, I don't think so, I need to. Mate, more, go for your so, life. One way with
4: me. So more importantly, right? Yeah. There's four in this team. Yes, that's right. So one text message gets sent out. Mate... It was. A, what did you? What, about, did you, if, what about, you, about if James Graham wanted a steak? in didn't know, I, was, I didn't know about this dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you now.
3: Listen, and you said no, it was no, mate, contra. Was the meal contra? Because you, I've got, I've got text message evidence
5: that says the meal was contra. No, it wasn't contra.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Well, didn't you so put like a
5: post up? <laughs> you put a post up on social media. So you must have got something for free. Oh, there was no, there was oh, no, hold on. <laughs> Something's happened <to> here. <laughs> did you? There was did some did you sort of arrangement. Post on social media. I
2: well, sometimes Cause you, cause I put. I,
5: and the only reason I know I'm not on social media is because yesterday. Uh, yes, you are. when we uh, when we met yesterday, you were busy trying to pick the music to accompany your video of the steak,
2: weren't you? Okay, we're moving on from the steak. It's a just very good steak. Yes, yes, but there was no contra. I just liked the steaks. So I was giving them some appreciation. Yeah. That's but that's the last thing. So,
5: no, no, no. Because if I go to a nice steak restaurant, the last thing I want to do is tell the world about it because then it's harder for you to get a booking. The only way you would post about it is if you receive something in return, i.e. free
2: meal. Well, I was able to get a booking there, mate. That's the, that was the, the luxury. Oh, you
4: booking? Yeah, I can get in there yeah. now. It's funny as well because... You can or, or your friend Ben Fordham gets you in there. Do you get in on your own name? Can you ring up and say, "Get G'day, mate, it's Ben Dobbin here? Yes, I can. Can you? Yes. Well, let's try it in the break.
2: You know what, yeah. <laughs> Let's Rock i Mona and she will get me in there yeah. straight away. You know what's Yeah, it? because ben, oh, ben Fordham gave me I might have got the contact yeah. from Ben Fordham, but that's regardless. <laughs> <the> <laughs> so you didn't go in as yourself? No, no. of course I did There you it's, go. It's, You're know, you know, straight. Okay. Okay. All right, on to you. No, so, no, I, we're, not I, doing, we're not talking
5: no, about the wait, steak. Let me finish one thing, <laughs> right? Because it's the contrast, right? So you go in this fancy steak restaurant, yet when you come for dinner with us, it's a bit of a french style bistro thing at Charlie's Local. You ordered off the kids menu. No. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the sliders Hi. off the kids menu? That was you, and you know you did. did you get you, did no. you sliders off the kids menu.
2: I can't because believe you didn't like the things that were on the French menu. I can't believe that you are going to put that on me. Right. Actually, that that, your, that's a new. That is that's, that's, that, your is that your I call BS? No, it's. We'll not. Get
3: your, get on here's another, okay. oh, I've got another BS just real quick. Oh, oh, the fried eggplant sandwich from oh, the menu yesterday. That is st- what? What? Like, who at a pub well, puts Sur- a fried egg well, on the Sur- menu?
5: We're in Surrey Hills, so. Anyway, go on. Your uh, BS. Yeah, my eye call BS. Um, look, it's just about changes of state, and I'm okay with people like changing their mind on things, but. This is just ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to throw to some audio. Oh, from, not again.
2: <laughs> not the bloody audio no. of the podcast. No, no. Uh, no, no I'm going to
5: throw to some audio from our own show when we were in Newcastle a few weeks ago. If needs be, if anyone needs to report to Ben Dobbin, please call. Hey, hey, you
0: do not. Hey, 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 hey. No, you do not. Shut up, you idiot. Do not put my phone number
5: out there, you idiot. No. Yes. Uh, Okay, yeah. Well, then let's have a revisit to something you said on the podcast that we brought up a little bit earlier. Oh, come on. on. Because
2: I hope people know that anybody could talk to me, anybody could say, I've got no drama about my number. Anybody can have my number. I'd hope that i give that impression that people could, you know, (laughs) ring me up and say g'day if they saw me at a pub and say g'day (laughs) and have a beer. I'd love that.
5: So... Can we have your number? No, <laughs> we're, not, we're not putting my number. <laughs> out. We're not putting Give my number. Well, number. hang on. How how come you said you were? so oh, I anti- was in the moment. I no, was in the moment. In the moment. Well, hang on. Oh, in the moment. It's O double four.
2: Do not call my number. <laughs> like do not call said, my number out. You've oh. just
5: said
3: that. Listen you want,
2: You'd like to think that people can have your number. I was talking about people that have my number that they can call me up for some advice. You've what you've done in typical like jaded former ex player no. that hasn't really achieved a lot. <laughs> you've come out and what you're doing is you're picking little parts of a podcast. Now? Nine. <laughs> Stop it.
4: No, I just I'm can't bad. believe
2: you were so angry about it that we're It, it was it, it, a it was a major breach of privacy what you did that day. <laughs> but then you've just but gone on another said, podcast. So I'm just I just listen to what you say and
5: I can't believe that this is how much you you're a flapper and a flipper flopper.
4: You're flying above the
3: How long does that podcast go for? I've listened to this oh,
5: podcast.
3: How long does it go
2: for? <laughs> I'm, I'm not commenting f- on the podcast <laughs> anymore. 53 she hasn't minutes. done the bloody thing. Um, <laughs> like, oh, so then you said she's award-winning. And now she you're is award-winning. And and she's her. a very nice girl who's been very successful. Eddie Things Goes is the name of the podcast. You're more than happy to download it. Spotify, anything like that, it's all okay. there.
5: Uh, anyway. Well, you, that's you, my it, I call BS going what? from one end of the extreme mm. to the other. Oh, no, no one can possibly have a number. I'll well, okay. oh, go on, then.
2: Have I, I just want to talk about one more thing, and then we're going to get to Matty Layton in a minute in the newsroom. But what I don't understand... And I mean this, and hoops, I'd like some support on this. Is yesterday you and I went up at the bar and we went and got ourselves a rum and dry, dry ginger ale. Got a dark and stormy. Yeah, okay, with a bit of lime in it. It was quite nice. I'd never had one before. Very nice. They're beautiful. Yeah. Better with ginger Anyway, beer. they put it in a pannikin. Now, in the bush, when you're around a fire and you put it in a, in a what? what? Hold when on, you're in a billy, in? When you're in a billy, yeah, there's a pannikin
4: and. What is that? Is that you when you sit on the back of the horse, a the horse's panicking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I come down and I say, I've got a pannikin of rum and coke or rum and ginger ale. And you three, educated, worldly people, try to discredit me. You tried to discredit me in I public. Did. I just you said, did. why don't you just say it's a it's mug? It's a mug. It's not a mug. Like every a mug you A mate. mug is something completely different. No, it's not. A mug is porcelain. Oh, yeah, no, no. no, yeah, they no. They, yeah. Yeah. And it's I said this last night. What I'm going to say to you is, you three, don't try and be something you're not. Your city slick your city slickers
4: you come up um, with a little copper. Mug. Mate. And instead of saying it's a copper mug, you come up. It's a Panikin. Oh, the panic and you've walked in, right? It's what it is. And it's And up high, <laughs> and you started talking <laughs> like it's a Panikin, and then, and you carried on a bit because you knew the name of a mug. You know what? You're it's actually like in not good form. Name, it's just saying, oh, mate, I'm going to the Royal Dalton. I'm going to the toilet. Christ. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I'll give what you, you this, Dombo.
3: You're actually in – I was impressed with your performance yesterday. You're Thank actually you. in quite good form. Mm. I thought when we got there, I thought, you know what? Because we've had a few team drinks previously, and Dobbo normally has yeah. maybe half a, a shandy or something like that, and then maybe one rum and coke, and then he just pulls the eject button and he gets a tummy ache, like when we had the team <laughs> dinner on the way back oh, from yeah. Newcastle. I oh.
2: got food poisoning from no. the drunken
4: chicken, but that doesn't matter. Or you went to get his jumper, and he still hasn't received it. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, it's, oh, I've got the back, have I? I'm not your lap dog. I've got the jumper. I'm never giving it back to you.
3: But you we, were in good form. you. Thank were in good you. form oh, yesterday. You had a red-hot crack. Well, that's the first compliment you've ever No, given. no, yeah.
4: no And you work, and you're there. We'll play in pool. We'll do all that stuff because normally you go to water when Dan Canane's in the room. You're like the number one caller, like you normally go to water. So it's good for you to stand your
2: ground. Don't you try and put a wedge between Dan and I. We're rock solid. We're going to take no. a break. Matty Leighton <laughs> James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you. And we are counting down to what will be an epic clash. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time here in New South Wales. 6.30 in Queensland and we're in the north. territory wherever you are listening to us on listener this game brisbane taking on the panthers we cannot wait for that uh the new south wales origin fiasco um this week has taken another twist um i I am beyond surprised that brad fitler has stood down um from the coaching well he had a nine and nine record nine wins nine losses lost three the last four series yeah mate He's been up against a very good side in Queensland. Origin is all about momentum. Um, they were a tackle away from from winning game one. They won game three. Hoops, step us through the timeline because clearly there's been a change of heart and there's been some conflict between the New South Wales Rugby League and Brad Fittler. And where to now for the Blues?
3: Well, I think where to now, uh, it'll be Ricky Stewart who most likely be appointed in the coming weeks. Uh, I dare say that will have Paul Gowan, possibly Michael Ennis uh, also involved. John Cartwright is another name that's also been mentioned. Um, They'll be his assistants around him. Uh, but in terms of what happened with Freddie, Freddie wanted a two-year deal and, and so he put that uh, to the board. They said look, we just want to see what you're doing with your assistants and all the support staff around you. Yep. Um, he then came back in and said, well, Brandy's gone, Joey's going to be gone, Paul McGregor's gone, uh, Danny Badiris is gone, and I want to bring in Gus. And I think that surprised a few of the directors that came. They knew they wanted him to make some changes, but um, they weren't envisaging that it was going to be quite as wholesale as that. And then after off the back of that... They said, look, we're prepared to offer you a one-year deal. We we won't give you a two-year contract. Uh, We will give you a 12-month extension. Um, And they told him he was also going to have to take a little haircut because the role was no longer a full-time position, that it was now only a part-time role. And, yeah, that was where things started to go a little bit pear-shaped. And Freddie just decided, you know what, I'm going to walk away.
2: So... um that is not what any anybody wanted. I don't think. I, I think deep down, New South Wales would be disappointed in that. Or well, do you think that they envisaged that, that this was his last chance and if they didn't get the job done, you know, we, we were going to have, you know, like it's, it, it, to me, it doesn't really make sense. They're only offering him a one year deal, you know, and it was subject to performance and there was a lot of stipulation around it.
3: I like and respect Freddie Dobbo, but it's a. Like it's the pinnacle of rugby league and when you've only managed to win one of the last four series. Then. Yeah, sure. I, I know he was awesome early and I know that everybody wrote the the, the, the the brilliant narrative of when Freddie first went in as the Blues coach. and they, And he was hugely successful over the opening couple of years. But then where it took a turn was when Wayne Bennett went into the Maroons. He managed to orchestrate one of the great um, origin upsets. And then sure. off the back of that, the Blues have really only had one strong series since. Yeah. So if it's broken,
2: well, you've got to look at ways of trying to improve and fix things. Gemma, do you think they've jumped too soon? Do you think this is the right way? Well,
5: look, for me... It- I think like everybody involved in rugby league it came as a, a bit of a shock and an unexpected news story on, on grand final We part of me wonders um, what like you know was he given the nudge that he, he wouldn't get a deal and that was the best way to for all parties to exit is to say uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna i want to take my hat out of the ring so to speak so um, it, it is it is strange, uh, but what do, what do New South Wales do next? That, with Ricky Stewart hoops, yes. a, a, a New South Wales Rugby League okay with him uh, being a, a full-time coach? Because was that – am I right in thinking there was a stipulation they're not supposed to be? Yeah,
3: there was for a little period of time there, but given that they've now um... – Rescaled the role, and they're saying it's not a full-time position. Yeah. It's only a part-time role. The money's obviously not as much as as what it has been previously for the New South Wales what, Rugby League. What about
2: the talk about Laurie Daly? I mean, in, in an article today in today's paper, Danny Wilder suggested that there's uh, Laurie's put his hand up to get to come back. Is there any possibility? Hoops. I understand. I, I was of the belief that John Cartwright and Ricky would be most likely the combination that potentially goes on and coaches New South Wales. But is there anything about Laurie Daly and any truth to it at all?
3: I don't know. I haven't read that. Um, so, uh, look, yeah, I have had Laurie's name no mention when it all sort of blew up last week.
4: I did hear, and he's done it previously. And it makes um, sense with he and Ricky. You know, like it was a great combination. Yeah. And do they, you know, do they share it? Because obviously, I, you know, just with the club coach, something's going to give. You can't do two things 100%.
5: What about Ivan? I'll,
4: now,
3: see, I like the – and this is only just an opinion, but I I look at the team and I go, okay, so and Nathan, Nathan Cleary's arguably the game's best player. He's
5: well-established at the State of Origin arena level. The father son connection at Origin. Can you imagine those? Yeah, and,
3: and his old man, you know, if he wins another grand final today, he's the first coach in 40 years to win three-straight comps. It's a hell of an achievement. Like, uh,
5: it'd be a way as well for those to – to to really elevate them above some of the other legends that they get spoken about, you know, Cleary could potentially win three comps in a row. But if he goes on and coaches at Origin series, and then obviously that what you know some of the experts say, well, Nathan needs to dominate the Origin. Can you like? Is there a better person to unlock Nathan Cleary's Origin than, than his dad? And obviously, when you consider that Penrith will be heavily. Contributing to the New South Wales team, yeah. most weeks or m- m- most series, you know, the, the seventeen.
2: I reckon that's a dangerous. I reckon that's a very, very dangerous situation to be in. Well, they don't want. I don't think they want your advice anyway. Well, so I, okay. I I don't think that that's the right way, Gemma. Oh I no, know no, you, no, I'm just, yeah. I'm, just to, I'm just talking. Now. Yeah, why, do you, why is was it you, dangerous? What's dangerous? Well, I mean, the the thing about it is, is that Ivan Cleary. You've got to have an independent coach away why? from club. Well, 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 that, well that, Ricky's going Ricky to be still coach in Canberra,
3: so yeah. that means... Well, he's going to he's
2: going give Michael Maguire the reins Why that's on, and yeah. he's going to focus and, on yeah. that. Yeah. And,
3: uh, and Ivan, and Ivan Cleary someone. would give Peter Wallace the yeah. reins. It's, well, I, I think...
2: Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't that was agree exactly with that. the same. No, I don't think so he's, got play, he's got sons playing there. He's got an invested interest. I don't yeah, like it's it. It's not like, oh, I'm go, Oh, is it a controversial selection
5: pick? He's not, not even going to get the job. I don't oh, know yeah. why we're debating yeah. about it. He's that, not getting the job. That, why, job why, is, yeah. you, why is he not getting the job? Nathan doesn't really love his dad. He's just using him to play for New South Wales. Yeah, they, well done,
2: Dobber <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, I didn't you, ask your opinion. I don't think he you can't I, contradict yourself here. I'm not contradicting myself. You are if it's. If no, it's I'm okay not. for a club coach to do it, Ivan's a club coach. Uh, do you think Ricky Stewart has a son playing in in the soil? No, It doesn't matter. That's got another. Do thing. So you, do you think
4: Walters any... don't coach the Broncos yeah. and Ivan don't oh, coach Penrith? Dobbo. That's what you be saying Johnny Lang don't go coaching Penrith when your son was there either. Dobbo, I Krenhala. like I like.
3: Are stick, you serious? Right? With I that? like Stick right, and yeah. I'm happy if Stick gets the gig. But all I'm saying is. From an opinion point if you want of view, Ivan the best Cleary, ha, it, it has been phenomenal what he's achieved. And if New South Wales are looking for somebody to get him out of the rut, then they would be foolish not to look at that as well, Could as Rick, looking at Sticky and John What about Cartwright Craig Bellamy? And, no, I, I don't know that... Um, I, I think they'll certainly have a conversation with him. I mean, let's be frank. These decisions are always enormously political, and Ricky is extremely close with Paul Conlon, who's the chairman of the New South Wales Rugby League. So that's why he is a dollar one to get the job, and I would suggest his support staff will be John Cartwright, Paul Gallant and Mick Ennis. Right. Now, some people like that, some people don't like that. That's the reality of the situation. Well, why wouldn't people like that? Well, I think some people...
4: Yeah, some people. Do you like it, being a New South Wales guy?
2: Um, I like Ricky, so I'm supportive oh. of Ricky Stewart. I'm not supportive of, like, I'm not going to say whether I like it or not, but I, I think Ricky Stewart would do a very good job. Sticky gets Origin. Like, yep.
3: he gets Origin. He's had success
2: there as so a So you're going to go for New Steve. South Wales? No, I'm Street. not. No, I'm not going Actually, for New South Wales. Actually, you'll be torn, won't you, if Sticky gets... No, I Sticky. won't be torn. No, well, I won't be torn. I'm not going for New South Wales. I support Queensland. I'm on the record of saying that many times. But why would you go for Queensland? We don't need your support.
4: I have told you you're from New South Wales. Barrick, for the state that you were born in. Well,
2: we're going to take a break. We're not going down. What eight? We're, about to, hey, um, we're not know, going down. Before, before, no, we're we're ready ready? that's a wrap up. Oh. Sunday Symbian on Triple M. Ah, uh, welcome back to Triple M Sunday Symbian from a course stadium grand final Sunday. Brisbane taking on the Panthers, Newcastle taking on the Titans in the NRLW and currently at the moment it's nil all between the Brisbane/East slash Tigers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs in the Australian Championship. Um so much more to get through this afternoon before the NRLW. James Hooper, James Graham, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you all. Thanks to Prosper. Gordy grand finals can be won and they can be lost in the week in the lead-up. You've been part of many of them. I know Jammer has. He's going to talk about 14 um, very shortly. But your memories of the weeks and some of the stories that have come out when you played. Well, I remember my first. I'll go back to my first because we're
4: having the Tina Turner show today. And then I remember just playing at the old SFS, the Sydney Football Stadium, which is now called uh, called? Allianz. 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 And I just remember, like, that's where all the big games were played. And I hear the commotion because where the race used to go down, there was just a thin sort of door and then there was another door. But that door was getting knocked on. And back in those days, yeah, we didn't have the accreditation. Pretty much if you knew the bloke at the front, you could sort of walk up and down the sort of race. It's, it's pretty much how it worked, you know. You didn't have player accreditation, mate. If you had a pretty much a tracksuit on, mate, you could walk wherever you wanted. And I remember this commotion... And I sort of God, I got to go out there and have a look. And Tina Turner was in, like, was in the tunnel, just going out there to perform. Yeah. And then knowing that five years later, for me to get distracted, I wasn't ready for that moment. Right? Because every other big game I played, I couldn't care what was going on outside. The fire alarm could have been going off, Jimmy, <laughs> and I wasn't moving, and I was going to stay focused. <laughs> well, because I could have run out on the field, right? Like they, you know, but but like then and then go to my last grand final was in 2000 it was totally different but there's different pressure I think there's there was more nerves when I was young because I you never know whether you're going to be ready for the moment but when you get older you know the moment's going to be there you just got to get to them so and then you're not you're not scared of the moments because you want the moments but it's just making sure that you get to more moments than the other big guys in the team and uh, coming here in 2000 and Alfred left and Steve Renouf and Glenn Lazarus had moved on and we had a really young side and Kevi Walters played halfback that day. Ben Iken was 5'8". We had folks like Harvey Howard and Dane Carlaw and we had all these guys and Petro was young and, and, you know, we were playing against the Roosters side that were probably better than us on paper but uh, that was the closest Brisbane team that I played with and that was Kevi because Kevi was struggling that year. Uh, I think he pulled his quite a couple of times, pulled his calf and he took us to the paddock about half through the year he goes boys I, I don't think I can get through this year and to a man we always it was myself Webby, Lockie, Wendell and the boys we said you're our leader you lead and we'll get you there you know because he just you know he didn't want to let down his teammates and that was and then that was the endearing part that he'd won I believe the 97 grand final with him now for 98 he was a big reason and he's playing in 2000 he lost his partner in crime and then he's got these young guys that needed to step up to the other level and I reckon he was just testing us to come to the level that he needed us like he wanted us to step up So in. you don't think his calf was as bad? Or? No, we ended up playing on. <laughs> I, I I just think that he wanted us to come to another level and feel like that we were part of the leadership and and then and, and I think he you know that he really needed us and it was a, and it was a masterstroke really from Kevy because if you ever play with Kevy, you'd never want to let him down and that's why like no one Kevi the way I do and this footy side, once they get to know the coach, and coach is different to a player, right, because you're having a beer with your player after every game and you get to know him and you're running and you're doing all that and you're doing the hard work, but once they get to know him and they buy into what he's going to and, and what he wants them to do, they've turned into a really good footy side. They've turned into a, a footy side that plays a great style of footy and they've got the resilience. He's a, he's a little resilient bugger. Uh, and then yeah, and then two thousand, and then we were a bit nervous, and Kevy was nervous, and Kathy Freeman lit the cauldron here, and Nike that year they went through, and I think she wore you know like that beautiful, it was a silver, go- green and gold suit, and it was that big one piece, and the boots went to silver, so then they sent Wendell Saylor the silver pair of boots, and he wanted to wear them, and he brings them, here, he goes, what about this, and they had you know his name on them, the Big Dell or whatever, because he gave himself his nicknames. Um, and had the year, and I said, Wendell, don't wear them. He goes, I'm wearing them, mate, Nike, So I said, you're not wearing them. I'm superstitious. I'm thinking, no, no, Langlands. wore yeah, white, white boots. boots. White, white boots, 75. And he didn't no, no, you don't, we don't do that. You don't change what you're wearing. There's too much pressure, mate. It's going to be about you. There's no pressure like that, right? There's none. We don't do that. And he goes, I'm wearing them. And because he's Nike and Wendell, and it was his choice, and then did he wear them? No, and then we went to the pub. We went to the Orient. And Kevin goes, you want a few beers? It was the grand final breakfast. And I said, yeah. You know, like the next day, so we flew in Wednesday. I think it was grand final breakfast Thursday. He goes, you want a beer? I said, yeah, well, I wouldn't mind one. He we we'll go down there. We'll have four or five beers and we'll go back, get an early night. Well, the four or five beers probably turned into ten, the twelve.
2: Which <laughs> 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 probably means about Just the, the Thursday before the grand final.
4: Yeah. You're right. on the on the gas. Yeah on the gasoline, right? And then we talked Wendell and Wendell shook our hands and said, no, he won't wear them. He'll save them for another time because it meant to the team that you're not above any of us like we all wear black boots. That's where then, you sorted that out, though. That's yeah, where you sorted yep, that yep, out. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just over a couple of beers and yep. then I remember Sunday, we like wake up and then I see Kevy at the lift. He goes, mate, it's in the paper. They're at the pub. I was pump. in the paper, yeah. Wayne's filthy. He says, what? He goes, the pub. Don't sit near him. So I go down Wayne goes. Oh, what about this shit? Look at that! Still trying to get at us. All these blokes <laughs> out Wednesday night till all hours of the morning drinking beer. God, that shits me. <coughs> right? I'm like, oh, Wayne. I said, mate, seriously, that's not gonna. You know? Yeah. Mate, like, seriously, who's reading that? That's not gonna. Unsettled last. I said, give us a break. I go, get my wheat picks into me as quick as I can to get out of there. So, I, so, so he does because he's a copper, right? He's an old copper. He so would have known. He, he would have known. I reckon he knew, right? He just, he's he's showing you fi- he's looking after you. Yeah, mate. And then after the grand final. I walked up and said, Wayne, yeah, it was organised. We went to the beer. And he called us some mobile bastards. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> but it was a different nerves, right? So he said, Webby and the blokes that were there, we needed, I think, to calm ourselves down, right? And ke- and, then, and then that's the masterstroke of Kevvy, right? At the beginning, mate, I need you guys. And when you go there, hey, boys. Who ratted you out? But I'll tell you what. I was a young bloke at the
3: Telegraph. And we <laughs> got a phone go. call. No. We got a phone call, right, by got- one of the landlines, yeah, just from a random punter. And they said, oh, listen, we just want to let you know... Um, <laughs> There's, a, there's about eight of the Broncos, but they told us you're in Bondi, right? And so I was like, oh, God, you know. I'm not going to Bondi. Yeah, right? oh, well, no, it was, wasn't that. It was more just, you know, it's grand final week. Like there's, yeah. there's that many yarns going on as it was. And I think a few people tried to sort of check it out, but they couldn't stack it up. And so it, it got let go. He just gave uh, you the uh, wrong path. The story was, it did end up in the paper. Yeah, yeah. Because people kept, yeah, they were adamant that it had happened.
2: Do you think it matters in those kind of things? Can, Do you think we've gone too far? Yeah. Bus was, whoosh, watch the vows. Watch the vows. Sure. Um, you know
5: what? Even back then, non-alcoholic beer
4: wasn't even invented, so you couldn't even say you were having non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. No. That's another thing I don't get. I'm going to call beers on that. If you got that much money, you go to a pub and drink non-alcoholic beer, just have water. Yeah.
5: You might got, like the taste. I, I've got a bit of a. Uh, th- I've got a. Well, I'm, I can't say it on the air. I'll say it off the air to you guys about non-alcoholic beer. But
2: I'll tell you funny story. Is it like, like armon, is beer. it like almond latte drinkers? No. Yeah. Well, is it like Dr Pepper?
5: It's like. like well, Dr Pepper is a non-alcoholic beer, isn't it?
2: Well, <laughs> I guess it is. Yep. We, yeah. Anyway, uh, Gordon. the... The the twenty four hours before a game, the last twenty four hours. I, well see I played
4: day grand finals, yeah. so, so like it's not so you've got to go back to an origin and it's a long day, right? It is a long day. You gotta manage your day because everything's done, the hard work's done, all the excitement, you tick.
2: Well the Broncos had their captains go. run eleven o'clock yesterday. So they've had from eleven yesterday. o'clock yesterday until seven thirty tonight. Yeah. And it can be lost. <clears throat> well, It can be, but a lot of
4: those big guys are played at Origin, so they know that they've played at 8 o'clock and they know how to manage the day. So they go for a walk, they have a game of cricket, you know, they might watch a movie or they got their Netflix, you know, I'm a favourite show. So just treat it, treat the day like a normal day because when you get here, that's when you get excited because you walk in the dress room, it's a totally different dress room. It'll be done up, you know, there'll be special grand final and then you know and there'll be something in your locker or whatever. So I think the occasion, it doesn't change. And when I saw the Broncos on the fan day, I said, boys... 7.30, 7.30, don't play the game until 7.30. The referee will blow the whistle when it's time to go. It's
2: great advice. We're going to take a break, come back. Still so much more to get through. Uh, Rabbitohs leading 4-0 over the Tigers at the moment. This is just scored in the corner. And they've just scored, so it'll be 8-0 with a kick to come. And uh, the East Tigers have just been held up. Brisbane Tigers are going to call. Um, he's saying he's claiming a try. It's 8-0 South Sydney over the Tigers in the first game. He's claiming there's a try. They're having a look upstairs. We'll keep you updated. James Graham, Gordon Tallis, James Hooper, Ben Dobbin, Sunday Sinbin. Hmm. All thanks to Prosper. Uh, I've got to bring this up. And Some breaking news. Yeah, there is some breaking news. What's happened? Now... Firstly, what I am going to say is, hold on,
4: can can you do this like you do your like your crosses or whatever? Yeah, like so. Let's do it properly. Take it as fact.
2: Yeah, take it as fact. Come on, on, seriously. Thank you very much, Gordon. Yes, good evening. And what I can tell you this afternoon.
0: Come on, keep on going. going.
2: going. Come on. What I can tell you this afternoon is that James Graham worked extremely hard over the course of twelve months to get on the grand final call team. Now, Jono, what I can tell you at this present moment (laughs) that he's rated the number two uh, color commentator at Triple M behind Ryan Girdler. Now, the concerning issue that I have, and this is where it is very concerning, I'm going to stop and go back to normal here. That you've decided to go and get a little cashy, a third-party deal on the first day that you have ever been asked to be part of the call team. Dan Ganane said to me, "James Graham, he's worked hard, he's got here, and he's in there." And you've gone and done a little third-party deal, and you're going to be late to the coverage. No, you and Giles. I hope you are listening. I hope you are listening. I know Charlie. Mate, White's you concerned. and Giles
4: will be with us. <laughs> 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 he
2: will be having to be with Gordy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay.
5: So, so here's the dance. We're on 12 to 4, right? Yeah. Yes, James. And then what what time am I back on? So you know so much about me. Six o'clock. Yeah, okay. So I've
2: got two hours to fill.
5: Yeah. I'm going to go and work. And I'll have you know, it's not... For cash, I'll be invoicing.
2: Oh, that's risky. Sorry, invoicing, but you still, you still. I'm glad you
5: clarified you that. The poor, yeah, out yeah, out yeah, because yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a touchy that, that, subject. That, that, that's, um, well, that's yeah. impo- the devil's in the detail, <laughs> anyway. So, if you're going to, okay, so, so you're invoicing. If you, your if you, invoice, if you're, you're,
1: you're going,
4: going to so report. So when you're on, what? you'll be back for the call with what? Wendell on the Our sideline. If, you, if and you're going to report. If you're going to report, okay, I'm going to a report a new story. Can
2: I go back to the Can I go back to at the, least? You any? Can I go back to reporting? Can I go back to the reporting? At least, Gordon. Do their- what I can tell you is that our coverage starts tonight at six p.m. <laughs> Now, it's my understanding that James Graham is going to return to the commentary box at 6.15, 15. minutes after the coverage started. So that is reporting facts.
4: Facts. Okay. Uh, that's funny. My, hey, see, that's why I can't go to bed. See, that's why I can't yeah. leave Queensland. What? i got to sit up there and I just wait for him to come on and break news. Bre- breaking news, yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan Upton wow. now.
2: I used to go breaking news while what what t- time- I can tell you, Wally. Could I just check what time's the going? Game kick off, ah, uh, seven thirty here. Oh, happy days! He's, he's mate, well, I, Our also, coverage starts at six o'clock. So he's oh, yeah. he's rolling yeah, but, mate, in because it's, like, it's grand final
3: though. We've got such a mate, a panel of experts Who do you think you are? Like, well, you think
2: okay. you're that important? So, like you just going? I will make my own rules. I'll turn up when I want. Incorrect. Like well, so mate, here's we thing, start at six o'clock. Dan, I hope right, you're listening. Start at six.
4: So here's what we see, Ben. Can I actually talk for you, James? Now, right? So obviously, involved in this. Triple M's big. So when he goes and and talks to corporates. He goes, thank you, guys. I've got to go back and work on Triple M. No, he doesn't. So he, he pushes out little two-bit So podcast. what he does is he promotes Triple M around this so people know there's Triple M.
5: He pushes his podcast. I'm not even going in my suit. I'm going in my podcast suit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. The goodbye round.
5: The
4: goodbye round. Goodbye. But did you know? The come Hattie. up
5: with That <laughs> 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 is a great idea for another show Charlie we should get Danganay in for the goodbye round that is brilliant
2: this now listen what? Why? this is what, creative thinking how, do you think, how in any way do you think that this kind of behaviour is acceptable no, so here's the thing Ben what I did I had an opportunity through a friend
5: who happens to work at this stadium um, I'm doing some work for the Bulldogs over at one of the laundry hotels, the locker room, to go and speak to the fans because I'm about. How well, far is
2: that away from here?
5: Good people, the laundries. Uh, Very good people. The, I'll be be able to walk there in about seven and a half minutes. Uh, then I've got a, a, a box visit for a friend who works at this stadium. Invoiced. So, Invoice. So there's
3: two. Words. Everything's all invoiced. Just let me go. No, 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 Everything's all invoice. I just thought he
2: might be doing a freebie, James. I just thought he might be doing a freebie. He might be giving back for the game. For the Country
5: Bankstown Bulldogs, it's part of my employment terms and conditions. So hang on. So you won't be want? No, 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 no. Just wait. Just wait. Hear me out. So, I um so, 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 no. no. no, so so I he, he well, the, he he don't say yes to these requests. I say. I will ask if it's okay with my boss at Triple M. So I speak to my boss oh. at Triple M. And I said, but "Who, it's who okay. would that be?" Who and that I said, be? "It's okay." And, and who would your boss be? Well, I, asked, I asked Charlie, "Is it okay?" He's and the he boss, and he said, "Yes." Well, he's, he's, well, he's, he's the, the, executive. He's the he's
3: business another. partner. He's the executive he's producer. He's the executive producer of the program. Well, well, he's, also he's got a lot of feathers in his cap. He's also
2: his business partner, so he's going to give him a free ride. what? Well, I just want to know why it wasn't discussed with me. I, because as we've discussed
3: not, earlier in this program, you've got zero pull. Okay? Because you're
2: sitting on the
5: sideline and you'll be coming back on air about 7.30. You're not there at 6 o'clock. Yeah. So I wouldn't, why would it be a bit like, like, why on earth would I speak to you about that? Are we rocking the dual sideline this evening? Yeah.
3: Are
4: we on the M's? Yes, we are. Yeah. We're two of the best. Well, that's but you've got Wendell seller that's won grand finals. Yeah. Wendell's on so the sideline with me. So, mate, you're mad not to have him here. He's probably been involved in four,
2: maybe four He's, he's the number one sideline oh He's going to be down there with me. On, I think the oh, well, three went, oh,
4: he won three. Three, yeah, yeah. But then he was involved. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, well. Also, it's Im-
5: it's important that someone there that's you know not distracted by the little love affair with Adam Reynolds. Like you got to oh, keep your eyes oh. off Ar- off Reynolds. Did you play like, golf with Renner this week? Keep your eyes off Renner, That's and like Dell will be looking at everyone he else. Need You'll to be use watching me. Like we'll go down, da- we'll go down, da- we'll go down to Dobber. Oh, Reynolds has just done this. Yeah, we, we know. Have you played golf
3: with Renner, did you? No. Oh no, I think he has. I'm not. What well, before on they that. came down into
2: Key? I'm not going to comment on that. No. Uh, well, this is Sunday. Sin bin on Triple M. We're going to take a break. Come back, James Graham. You're on notice. <laughs> There'll be a letter in your email. You flee. Gordon Tallis, James Hooper, James Graham, Ben Dolvin, with you. Good game of football in the um, uh, New South Wales Cup. Winners versus Queensland, host plus cup winners, South Sydney taking on East, eight points to six at the moment. Ten minutes left in the first half. Um, this game, East Tigers. I call me East Tigers. Yeah, yeah they're, they're the they're Brisbane they Tigers. They're now called because. Are they? The, yeah. They, they changed their, the, name, they actually to the, changed their name to the Brisbane Tigers. So, okay. Yeah, the reason being is obviously that's the kind of brand they want to be the 18th expansion side. Um, Under, I think they've got a very strong. Shane Richards no, and, and, got and Shane Edwards. You know, I think. Shane Edwards is very or sort the of Firehawks. Shane Edwards. Shane, you're in you're in you close to Shane Edwards yeah. and, you know a great have, operator. Yeah, very good operator. He um, like, would,
4: it's a very successful club. So they would have, you know, a bit like Redcliffe, you know, they've been around for a long, long time, have multiple Australian players. I think Cody Walker played from Pearl and all those guys, they've yeah. been um, affiliated, I think this is they're affiliated with Melbourne Storm. Yeah, they are. So, like yep. there'd be some Melbourne Storm players. It's like a Melbourne Storm reserve grade here. So, um, the, it's a great clash at the moment. Yeah, they've do, they've done very well.
2: It is now time for our it's good to see one Tigers team in the finals. Yes, it is. Mitsubishi Triton's <laughs> toughest player. Thanks to Mitsubishi Triton. Nothing in frighten a Triton. Thank you to Mitsubishi for all your support this year and uh, and forever sponsoring the toughest player segment. James Graham, over to you. Yeah, uh, so it's Mitsubishi Triton's toughest player of the year. It's uh,
5: pretty difficult to single one person out. Lots of honourable mentions. People like Tahu Harris, Cameron Murray, um, you know, Fisher, Harris, Liam Martin. The, the, the list goes on and on. That's a good list. You know, like, uh. even when you think about some of the other the, the tough times people have had to go through, you think to um, Ryan Pappenhausen. And the journey that he's been on, and the yeah. toughness he had to show to, you know, the, the injury news. And then it, it you know, the, it kept prolonging and extending. And then he, the poor light comes back. Um, and then it happens again. So he's in for another b- bit of toughness. But he's been there, done that, got the t shirt, and he'll go again. But uh, yeah, for me, the toughest player of the year goes to uh, Patrick Carrigan, Broncos at uh, Lock Forward. I think he's had an absolutely sensational year. You look back, played really well in the World Cup. Um, after a fantastic season last year and did really well at, at state of origin level. We're going to the World Cup, some players come back from that and we see the, the excuses and we see it roll out where, oh, I, I didn't start back training till later. Um, but he's just gone from strength to strength this season. Again, again, he? again, another dominant origin series you see. And he's the... You, you know what I really like about Patrick Carrigan is uh, Flegler and Payne hats. Uh, will, will usually start but he's the one that will remain on there and the guys like Pierre Corey and the other bench forwards that come on Hevington you know he's the one that's that seems to be there with them in those difficult moments and that's why I think he's um, out of the out of the three he's um, that, that start in the middle for Brisbane the uh, arguably the most valuable because he, he seems to be out there the longest and, and helps those those guys that, that come off uh the, the bench and steadies the ship when they're on there. And I just think he's a fantastic footballer and uh love everything that he does uh on on the field. He's a he's a
2: joy to watch, he really is. Um he has been awesome this year, Gordy, hasn't he? Uh Carrigan. The last two years, to be honest with you. He's just been um huge in his in everything he does from his preparation. He had that knee reconstruction. He came back. He worked on his game while he was away. He yeah, got a pass. A, he took advice. Yeah, he had a new reconstruction.
4: Did he? Yeah. With the evolution of the back rower these days, and you see Yo and Cam Murray and, you know, the reason why I love watching Patrick Carrigan is he stayed true to what he does well. You know, you see some guys and they try to emulate other players, but he's just taking his style, his game. He owns his own game. You know, what I mean, and it's so important for all those young kids, and they, and it's so good to be inspired by what you know, other way some. Some players play the game, but when you're him, he just adds to his game every week. And I'm sure he's learning and he's learning off his peers. But if you watch Patrick Carrigan play, he plays his own style. And it's, you know, he can play like a front row. He can play out wide. He's got an offload. He plays huge quality minutes. And I, you know, I was quoted to say that I think, I think he's our greatest lock at Brisbane. Wow. Oh, yeah. you know, and you and, genuinely believe that, don't you? Well, have a look at his, like, the way he plays. And, it's uh, better than Tony Carroll. Well, Tunza, Tunza was different because Tunza was – he was so versatile that he'd sort of play centre. So, but I think if Tony Carroll has his whole time, there was no one more explosive on the footy field than Tony Carroll. And Then there was Kevin Campion who, like, we adored as players. And everywhere he went, they played grand finals. Yes. Everywhere Kevin Campion went. He just changed the standards. And then, you know, Terry Madison was the first one, the goal king. So you watch all those guys, Corey Parker. And when I see Patrick Carrigan play, like, out of all the guys I played with, I think he would – I think, you know, if Wayne Bennett's on us or Kevin Wilders, he'd probably pick him as 13. I'm not saying the other guys wouldn't be in the team. How old is he now, Paddy Carrigan, Dom? Uh, he's
2: 24. And he's already, he's already won Wally yeah. Lewis medal. Well, mate, Wally Lewis like, when medal, when you watch him at that level. Won a World yeah. Cup, won a Wally Lewis medal. Super um, impressive. Yeah. Super um, impressive. He captained the club, and I don't know how much of an input that it had, and I'd be interested to know what you guys thought. Those dark days when Alex Glenn got injured under Seabolt, when they got a wooden spoon, and they and he thrust Carrigan into sing the side.
4: Don't forget the baby reveal. The
2: gender reveal. the gender, the, reveal. Oh, the yeah, gender yeah, reveal. Yeah, but... Yeah, but but well, what I'm saying is... i have forgotten it, about that. I remember the wooden spoons. Yeah, that being thrown. thrown. on at Red yeah, Hill. That was disappointing. But but let me just say hey. this now. He had the captain aside when he was 21 years of age. Speaking of... Do you reckon on Captain Australia one day? Yeah, absolutely. I,
4: I I stumbled over him. I went to, like, uh, East Karina. It's a big club, and we were the guest speakers, and this guy come in and... And I'd heard of a young Patrick Carrigan and he's a terrorist boy. And I'm thinking, who's this guy? And he was super impressive, right? They come on stage, it's about 600 people. And the way he held himself, I'm like, there is a leader there, right? So you just know, because the leader is someone that you follow. And he was so comfortable in his own skin. And then uh, we flew to Bundaberg and we did another one. But every time he talks, you know, <laughs> and he doesn't lose his words, he's, he's, um, yeah, absolutely. He's there's his no own doubt. man. He's his own there's, man. There's no doubt. And, and I keep on going back and I'll go back to it. When he scored that try, everybody running him. So he's popular, right? When he's he's fat, on his, fat, that when was his first try, yeah, that was first, then But, try. How yeah. popular. but like, then how popular is he, right? Yes. So he's, yeah. So there's no doubt that he's the future leader of the club.
3: They like him, they respect
4: him. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a good pick, James. You've had some less than. Like, ben, again, ben, ben, I've just got a text message through from our leader. Yeah. Ewan, and, you know. We do love Mitsubishi, but next year we're going to come up with the Ben Doofen toughest, toughest player, yeah, and we're going to get a medal or something. Can we call it the Ben Doblin toughest player? Yeah,
5: and they get one of those little penican. Col- Pen- yeah. Oh, yeah,
4: The yeah,
5: penican.
3: toughest.
4: That's what player. we're going to do. We're going to get a triple M penican.
2: right? And you could you could, could hand out a panicking. Yep. And then, Listen, you might not be back. And, and okay. Then
4: when they finish their drink, at my, in the bottom of it, there's a photo of you. Oh,
2: oh well, go and get it done. I'm happy to present. <laughs> it you, you,
4: we're, to we're,
5: we'll see. We'll see. Stand. You know, Pete Volandis, Andrew Abdo. They need help on raising the standard of the game yep. and the output. Well, if players know they're playing for the Ben Doblin Panicking, <laughs> like, <laughs> Maddie, I would just be busting my arms. Maddie Light joins
2: us. <laughs> Welcome back, Triple M Sunday Simbin. It is almost half time in the first game, 12 points to six at the present moment. The Rabbitohs over the Brisbane Tigers. Uh, James Graham, Gordon Talis, Ben Dobbin, and James Hooper with you all. Thanks to Prosper. Sunday Simbin, uh, the games here this afternoon. Knights taking on the Titans in the NRLW. Uh, that game will be called by Anthony Maroon, uh, Aaron Woods, uh, Matty Studden, and Brent Reid on the sideline. Then uh, the Telstra Premiership. Dan Ganane, your caller, James Graham, who will be late to the coverage due to uh, a third-party deal. Also, uh, Ryan Girdler, myself, Wendell Saylor. Um, can we one caller, Dan Ganane. Dang it, number no, one goal. No, yeah. no question about it. Yeah. No, no, I was just making sure. Well, you that, don't yeah. need
3: to you don't need to I get was involved. Just you're, about, you're
2: not even involved in the mate, call. The anyway, good luck to, to the know, Titans. Okay. Good, okay. Luck. good luck to the Titans girls. Sonny well. Bill
4: Williams' sister is playing in her first grand final. She plays in the centres for the Titans. Okay. Wonderful. So and then Sonny sends her a video every like after every game just I said So she's a obviously she's a rugby union girl, come over from New Zealand to play, and she wants to be like her brother, Sonny Bill, first year of rugby league. Yep. What did he do? Won a comp with Canterbury comp. 2004.
3: Oh, so, so he was a superstar that year. Remember when he first burst onto the scene? Are you serious? Carved up Parramatta in his, his day first game here. Yeah. Was, absolutely yeah. rinsed him. Unbelievable. Um, Poor
2: bugger. Twelve six half. He was ugly too. Yeah, <laughs> man, he Had couldn't play when he wore number seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he wore number him. seventeen that year. What a player. Twelve six, uh, Rabbitohs over the Tigers halftime here. Can we talk about the Delhi M's? Um, Were you there? Firstly, no, I wasn't. Why um, not? Because I had a prior engagement. Your name was on the table. Okay? Yeah, yeah, and oh, I, that's right. right. And I,
5: you not RSVP? Yep,
2: I did. Yes, no, I did. Clearly not.
4: Well, uh, I you think, told me you were going, no, and I said we will catch up afterwards. No, we won't. No, no, that's a lie. No, um, you did tell me you were going. You yep. said you got to
2: go to the Dally M's. No, and I said um, on Monday morning at three. Monday at three forty-seven, I sent mate. I won't be there till Thursday. I made a... and I, so whoever got that wrong, I'm not even worried about. Who that. Who did you send that to? To the NRL. To who? Like doesn't who ma- doesn't it? matter. Doesn't matter where it got sent it. Not well,
4: to. Well, no, no, there no. was a. You I got an day, invite and then they can't invite someone late because then they know that that person wasn't on the original list. That's poor. That's really I-P. poor form from I you. See. Anyway, right. uh, can, we my, can we just talk about on the, the rugby deli- league night of nights? So someone s- would love to go, and then you got the ticket, and then you thought you were too big to go. Well, you're not even responding. That's.
2: It's not even. That's a, what we've so got to put up with.
5: You've stole. You've you've stole a place off somebody.
2: Anyway, <coughs> can we talk about the awards? but I, yes. I, I, I,
5: well, you are the host. We will so have. You get we to
2: will decide have, What we talk we about. We will have Peter Valandy's joining us um, within the hour. Mm. And obviously, it was a great night. Well done to Callum Ponga uh, to win. he had a phenomenal back end of the year. Do I think that the system is flawed? I'm interested what the three of you think. I, I am struck This is where I struggle with it. I, I do believe believe Sean Johnson was the best player over the course of the 27 weeks of the Telstra Premiership. I don't believe Nico Hines was the third best player this year. I don't believe Harry Grant was the fourth best player. Both elite players. Um, I, I think there's got to be a better way. And I don't know. And it's open for discussion. So what is that better way? I think there's got to be a little bit more transparency on what, what, what you look what, at. What, what do you, what? you
5: mean, more transparency? Um, on
2: what? Well, how they're coming to these decisions. To, so to well, I was one of the judges, so I just ask me. I, I, well, I'm just. Yeah. So just I, I understand, me. and I've been with you so when you
4: judge. You can play a game, so I'm just going to give you my thoughts, right? So you can go and have a game, and it might not reach the heights of another game, but you've sure still got to pick three players. Yes, sure. Then you watch Friday So what night. are you looking at to do so that? Then, and then you watch Friday night, and it is an epic game, and eight players deserve the three points. Yes,
2: so, so this so is what I'm getting so to. What no, no, are you no, looking well, at to okay, get the points? So where well, you pick the best three players on the field. Well, are you looking at stats? Or are you looking at what's a Because speaking to a couple of judges, they go, oh, well, we actually the stats are the, the stats have a lot of influence over the decision on the game. No, because I'm not a big stat man. No, I know I, that. It was like, and I This is the where game. it's different. This is what I'm trying to say. But that's my choice. And wouldn't you be subjective. getting? Wouldn't you be better off getting 16 judges? Right. I'm just going to put this theory out there. You yeah, should. Here we out. go. 16 judges, 16 former players. Right. I mean that. They are kept confidential throughout the course, and two of them each week. They all they're the only judges this year. And so those six and there's some guidelines on what you actually look for in the voting system. Right? Not oh because he was dominant here and that. And they have some guidelines around it. They're kept confidential. Okay,
5: well, what do you mean? Gu- like it's The the guidelines are who do you think is the best so player on, on the that field? field right. And, and that and I mean, that's always, yeah, over course. always so subjective.
2: So of course it's subjective. Over 27 weeks, do you think callan Ponga was the best player of the year? Uh, he got enough points to win. Just
4: imagine if he did play and if he did, didn't miss six. Just imagine if Sean Johnson didn't get rested. When did My he come in? 13? Sean round 13? Johnson had an amazing year, right? Unbelievable But callan Ponga, in the last 10 weeks... Saved a coach from getting sacked, packed out that stadium. We were going there, it no was question. unbelievable. It was awesome. So, the run no that question. he goes on if he plays all year and every third game he does it, we go, Oh, mate, how good was Cal and Ponga? But because he condensed it and he was so dominant in 10 games, he was why, he was,
2: why are we now this, I literally had this debate him? last year, I've had this debate, but last why last are, year. are we I now like bashing? In time
4: I think Cal and Ponga for what he did in half a year. If you're the best player in half a year and you can poll that many points, why... Oh, no, mate, because you miss those games. No, you don't. If he's that good in those games, if he was that dominant, so you think that he didn't deserve six points in those games...
3: No, I don't. There's always, Dom, so they, there's, yeah, yeah. Always, there's always going to be anomalies in whatever system that you put in place. For example, the fact that Calum won it. Congratulations to him. 100%. Bryce, but Lovely bloke. on the run that Newcastle went on, yeah. right, and Gordy just said it, he saved Adam O'Brien from getting the sack, right, and, he's, and, and he is the out-and-out out superstar in that side. So most likely when they're in winning form and they're going on a run, He's polling six points Do you think Nico Hines week? is
2: the third best player in the competition oh, no. from a Deleon perspective? Slide no, in, no, no I I'm wanting I'll, to know that. Just, uh, hang on. Right? Whereas then if you go to
3: Penrith or Brisbane, right, the best sides in the competition have more the points are more yeah. evenly distributed. They, exactly. Take That's up. been happening since 1908. Well, it's flawed, Hoops. No,
2: it's You're not. At, just answer my question. It's flawed. No, it's you got to be no, the best not. player the on the field. Is flawed. Uh, no, I, it's flawed. No, it's not. I
5: think you can genuinely make an argument that Caelan Ponga, has been the best
2: individual player Absolutely. in the NLL. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Can you make an argument that Nico Hines is the third best player? So when Cronulla played. So you don't want to answer when that, but, yeah, play, but you don't yes, want to
4: answer it. So when Cronulla play and it. he touches the ball 65 times, and no one, and he doesn't have a lot of help, and then you watch that game, and I don't think I called him any Cronulla games, so I don't even think I gave points. Through Harry
2: Crinola. Grant got 40, he started from the bench the last four games. And so, I'm mean, so, mate. He's the coins that I Yeah, I know. Yeah, but is he the, or, did either. You think he's. Melbourne finished in the top four. So that means Seriously. that they won a
4: majority of their games. So that means he got the most points because no one else took them off him. Darren Lockyer got points taken off from Shane Webke, from Lottie Takiri, from Wendell Sailor, from Steve Renouf, from myself, whatever. Darren Lockyer didn't win one. That's too bad. Played better Walsh, 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 Walsh have a better
2: Walsh. season than, than Nicko Hines. I think Rhys Walsh had a better season than Carl yeah, Ponga. Yeah, but he got suspended. Yes, right? that's right. So he was ineligible. No, he was ineligible. So, but... but he still wouldn't have won. He still would have run fourth, even if he hadn't have, on points. This because is what I'm like saying. Adam I'm not Reynolds, bagging these boys. Ezra gonna... man,
4: Patrick Carrigan, Payne Haas take his points. Well, that's why That's why when Billy Slater, Cameron Smith, around. and Cooper Cronk won no, well, what is that system? made those, like, their medals, because, because if they didn't play in those you, teams, it'd be even bigger.
2: You, you haven't given us a solution? Yeah, there's some guidelines around. Okay, there is guidelines. There is guidelines. There is, what are yes. well, there what is guidelines, guidelines, right? They get
4: people that play the game, watch the game, and say, that guy's the best So there's player. only 16 judges. There's too so much spread on judges. Okay, so you know how, okay, the Clive Churchill medal is selected. There's three Australian judges up there. And rightly so. Okay. There you go. Well, that's exactly the same as what I'm talking about. So how many judges are there for LEMs. I'm telling you, I didn't deserve the Clive Churchill medal because Tony Carroll was the best. So they got me wrong, right? Andrew Johns won his, and Ben Kennedy was the best on the field. Brett Camorley won his, and my Nickel was the best player on the field. So one I don't game, know.
2: Gordon. I don't
4: Jack, go. one, Jack
3: Whitten <laughs> won on in a losing side, and Aaron yeah. probably yeah. deserved it. Yeah. Well, J-
2: JT right. won in 15, and Milford should have got it. You, so know, we, you go. I, I get oh, that. It's all so, subjective, right. Okay. So, mate, that's my point. So what I'm saying is, so we don't have these kind of discussions. You blokes haven't listened to. Well, this. because no, we have. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. you haven't drunk the cool one. No, no, because no. Dobbo, Dobbo. You're, You're just arguing for the You've sake of arguing. No, I'm not. Right. It's
5: not. It's not an. an it, it, the, the answer to who is the best player in the in the league this season, isn't like a mathematical equation. It's or two plus two equals four or whatever it may be. It's subjective. People have a di- so there's no correct answer.
4: So Broncos There's no win.
5: correct answer.
4: So co- mate, when the Broncos play and Patrick Carrigan has the games that we all say, Payne Hass is going through the middle. Probably got Billy Walters playing better and scoring two tries. You got Adam Reynolds that kicks their ears off, and you got Reese Walsh last week, right against the Warriors. Who do you give the three points to in that game?
2: You tell me. Well, I don't know. Well, there you well, I go. reckon the referees should have more involvement what? in the judging. Oh, my oh, Dally- God. Dobbo, You me. have drunk the Kool-Aid no, now. I'm, I'm worried about re- you. I think the referees should be Wait. involved in the Dally M MJ- judging. Are you I'm okay? The but they're on the field. How about the referees oh. focus on their Are job? Are you okay? And
4: then not only that, the referees can go up to the bunker and say, do you agree with who I boo?
2: <laughs> well, Dobbo. Why, you would, you not, why would the, ref- the referees thing. in the AFL, they're involved, they're involved? Why wouldn't you bring the referees into it? Right, because the three favourites got knocked over. No, Lockie Neal deserved to win that. The Brownlow, he deserved no, to win that. Funny
4: though, nobody so was that in in the, in the no, one. No, no one,
2: was one wasn't really mentioned as so being the punter. So re- oh, 'cause you did. So how much did oh, you win okay. on it? I don't gamble on Brownlows, but I thought he I thought he was a big chance of winning it. So and no then how many
4: games that. have you watched this year?
3: Not a lot, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, I watched yeah. yesterday. Actually, when you were at the Gordon Taylor's Cup, Corey, that was a funny moment. We had Kevy on, yeah. and he was thanking Dombo for being such a loyal supporter. Thank you, <laughs> Kevin. But then he said, "Sometimes when you cut the Broncos jumper on, there's an open. There's a Lions jumper underneath."
4: <laughs> 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 and, and like then, when he means a lion, he means like a little baby. Cub <laughs>
2: either way, <laughs> either way, <laughs> like, <He> you, blokes, <laughs> you blokes are never going to agree with me on the Dally M's. No, no? but well, I think no if, one's ever because there's no perfect. System, well, then, the it's, a award. then yeah. it's a, it's no, a it's flawed award. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because unless you get some sort of structure around it. Okay, tell us what it so is. So, listen, next year when
4: we get the pennington, right, and you pick your player of the match, we can eat that up. But that's your opinion. And you say, listen, it's my, mate, it's my cup. I'm going to do what I want with it. Um, I'll give you
3: an example, Dobbo. Okay, so last week Brisbane beat the Warriors, right? Yeah. Did you do the points for Triple M for that game? Uh
5: Oh, no, I did, yeah.
3: I think yes, you did. Yes, I think. Yes, yes. Okay, so who did you give the points to? Can you remember? No. I think you gave Farmworth he three. He gave farmworth yeah, three. Yeah, yeah Farmworth three. three
2: right. two. Yep. And, and Johnson one, I think you gave. No, I think I gave Wade Egan. Well, Aidan okay, like, did Okay, Wade, Wade Egan, Egan one, right?
3: Yeah. Okay. I question that. Now, now I'm, I'm looking at that, and that's your opinion. Totally respect it, right? But I was going, oh, okay, geez, maybe you would have put Rhys Walsh in there. It's subjective, mate. You're never so, going like, to get everybody.
4: And every little kid that was walking around the Gordon us, Cup, he was the best player. How good was Rhys Walsh? Yes. So, and there's so 700 mate, kids that yeah. watch the game, totally different to the way Jimmy yes. watches the game. Or I watch the game. So there Domo, is, doesn't you, matter how many guidelines. You pretty much watch the game well, with your eyes wide shut. Yeah,
5: there's, anyway. There's no guidelines to who's subjective, most influential player on the field. And all games aren't equal. That's a fact, and there's no perfect solution to it, Dobber
4: Well, either way... It's right now. Who's the best player in the game? I guarantee if you went to the yeah. Kangaroo reunion... no, Cleary is
2: the best player in the game.
4: Okay, well, some people say it's Cam Munster. Yes. I've never heard
2: that. Some people say...
4: Okay. Well, some people
3: say it's yes. okay, Latrell. Well, some, yes. some, okay. some, some people say it's Tommy Turbo. Some people say it's Pat Carrigan. You
4: get some if, people say Harry Grant. Some, well, some people say
5: Sean Johnson. Some people say Caelan Ponga.
2: I think Sean Johnson was. Some robbed. people say Rees Walters. Uh, yeah, no, I'll ben come with
4: on you the that. I thought
3: Johnson was hard done by. I think it given it was the hard consistency. One person, yes, one person says together. Ben Dobbin's is a great commentator.
4: You know, we just all well, got to live with more it. than one. <laughs> a lot more than one, in fact. He's had a good year, the big fella. He's had a good year. There's pages being put up. (laughs) Fair
3: pages? What What, about
2: you? (laughs) (laughs) The fan pals. The fan pals are coming back. (laughs) Now, um, welcome back, James Graham. I mean, on notice this afternoon because of... um, those from who? Well, I've, as I I've said, and I've, but I've and told you, you've got zero pull. We had a Stopping we had a planning unloaded. meeting for twenty twenty four, and you three are under review. No, the only one and who's six, under review is you. The, and the that. and the fifteen minute late show up this afternoon is you are on notice. But can we talk about twenty fourteen? Um, and just, I, I was here. I was over the other side. I still remember it. The battle between yourself. <coughs> And Sam Burgess. Two great mates, two proud Englishmen. South Sydney hadn't won a premiership, the dogs back in here. Um, And just the journey that got you to out there on the field and the mindset that (laughs) took place when you did run out, my friend.
5: Yeah, look, so there's a bit more to it than just uh, the start of that game. It was a a weird season for the Bulldogs in, in, in 14. Uh, I remember losing the last regular season game. I think it was round 27 up at the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, we already knew we were seventh and we were going to be playing Melbourne week one of finals. But not many people gave us a chance. We lost that game uh, to the Titans. And, yeah, we were just going down to pretty much make up the numbers. That's what we were we Oh, this was when Melbourne.
3: you ambushed the ambush.
5: Yeah, the ambush. <laughs> um a few of us sort of just got together and thought, right, let's just go down there and just go, go off. Let's just go and d- do a number on on Melbourne. And we built our momentum going into the fi- it, it, through the final series, had a you know good win against Manly, and then beat Penrith to get there. And almost, well, before we even get to the build up to the final, yeah, you know, we lost Michael Innes our skipper, which yeah. was devastating. That was like really emotional for a lot of the people in and around the, the football club but anyway it gets to basically the final whistle or the Hooter goes against Panthers and uh, Souths are already qualified and you know people just can't wait to start asking about you know the Battle of Britain out there um, you know to obviously all good sporting occasions or great sporting occasions often have a number of uh, good subplots and this was no different. and all the media were just trying to work an angle and get me and Sam to say something and we were both like Michael Atherton out there just playing straight bats, <laughs> straight bats, like just nothing, nothing, no edges, <laughs> yeah, we were just like. safe. Yeah, like, so you couldn't. weren't
4: like Phil Toffnell in the field, you
5: didn't drop any catches, we were just, you know, yeah, you know, very respectful but um, yeah, we I, I was skipper that day like I say because Michael Innes' is it. unfortunate injury win the toss I thought yeah bang we're kicking off no uh, to quote you Dobbo no two ways about it so uh, yeah go out we do the dignitaries and then um, look I always knew we, we had to start well because you got to give self credit for the team that they were that year like they were I think the best team in the competition superstars all over the place and you know really knew if we from a footballing point of view I think they were the better team, so we we knew we had to to go out there and try and intimidate, start really well, put South under pressure, and then yeah, as I say, go out, do the dignitaries, um, and then I'm setting up, yep. on the right hand side. I look down and I'm, I'm expecting either Dave Tyrrell or George Burgess. So, sort of, with all due respect, hoping for Tyrrell for uh, yeah.
4: Well, it's just you, a smaller body.
5: Yeah. Right? And George, like, oh, that's going to. I'd, I'd sort of been psyching myself up to, like, I'm probably going to have to take George on here. Bit of a mismatch in size. And then I look down. I'm like, yeah. hang on a minute. There's only one person with a head that big. <laughs> that's not George. It's not Dave. It's Sam. Like, what is he doing there? And then I just thought, well, we're, we're like, it's on, isn't it? He wants some action. I want some action. I said to Trent Hawkinson, like, just kick it deep, mate. That was the the sort of last words. And I can, you know, it's funny, like certain things just do stand out in your your mind from your playing career. So I have a bit of a a funny thing with what I can remember and recall, but that's one of those moments, the start of that game is where I can close my eyes and, and almost time travel to back into it, running down at that particular patch of grass at ANZ Stadium as it was at the time and, yeah, just running down, just thinking, like, well, things I can't say on air, but, like, it, it's on, like, and as we were getting closer and cro- closer, it's just, like, bang, this big collision, and to be honest, I, I, after that, I didn't I didn't really know what had happened, Dobbo, because, you know, you, you're focusing on your next job and involved in a couple of tackles, and then I think we got the ball back, and then maybe four or five minutes into it, we we made an error and then I'm looking at the scrum and I'm thinking, geez, birds, that looks uh that looks pretty bad, mate. Uh, I think I I I genuinely said to him I said, mate, you've got a face like a drop pie. I think you need to go off. <laughs> and he uh he just laughed about it. Like credit to him, like his ability to, to play through that pain barrier for something bigger than himself, you know, he'd be well aware of um the risk the that was yeah. the damage that was happening and the you know, the potential risk if that got Knocked again. Like... Well, you blokes were trying to get at it all game. I, I, I can who was I, the other, Who was the other front row? I think roller? it was Tim Brown. He was T- a, Tim, trying to get at it. Yeah, him. Sam badge reckons Timmy Brown was after it. But, um, yeah, look, for, for his courage and determination and... I think South got what they deserved that year. They were the best team in the competition and I can hold my hand up to that and, and think that they deserved it. Does it
2: still hurt though, Gemma? I mean... Well, losing uh, grand finals,
5: of course it does. But you know what, Dobbo? Like, you kind of just have to get on with it, don't you? Like, you know, you can't dwell on it forever. Like, yeah, look, obviously you prefer if you win and it still hurts a bit, but, you know, I can sleep at night. So, that's positive. Um... With some assistance. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but when when, 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 yeah, when, oh, when cool. we've seen the text messages, <laughs> we know all what
5: goes on at no, but, but in fairness, to go a bit to, like, look, Souths were so incredible that year. Like the, the journey that they were on, and I got no no harm in saying that. I think they, they deserved the grand final that year. G- it, yeah, like it's all noble the, and like,
3: pragmatic of like, you to do that.
5: You know, GI was on. on unplayable at times that year like he was untouchable you know Johnny Sutton Bear just you know the, the end was coming for him in terms of him going to rugby union playing with two of his brothers on that grand final day I think he played that was the year that the four of them played together and you know the stars aligned for them the stars didn't align for us if we'd had Michael Innes in that game you know who knows maybe a different story I don't know if it what makes a difference he got, he, did, he, he got injured or suspended he got injured in that That's Penrith right. game it was devastating for him but yep. you know what Um, I've said this a few times not a lot of people know this but after that game uh, on the Sunday Sammy messaged me said mate uh, in an hour grab a beer and go somewhere by yourself and obviously we're having our end of season sort of drinks, celebration kind of whatever however you want to spin it Um, I went answered the call I'm with a beer just by myself and he took himself away from his self's friends and teammates, we just had a little beer together on Facetime, um, oh, which was pretty. The next, like, day, the, next the next day, the next day, yeah, yeah. Which I think you know speaks volumes about him. And a lot of people say, "Oh, you hate each other, or you meant to do it." Like that's bullshit. Didn't mean to do anything. Like it's just two men going after it, g- going after the, the collision, the action. We both wanted some action, you know. And there's an unfortunate I'll consequence that, of that. But you know what? It speaks volumes about him to to come away from all the all those. Um, Subplots that I spoke about was South Sydney, and yet he he made the effort to go out of his way to just have a beer with me on Facetime for like twenty minutes. Like, I, not, man, what a man!
4: There's certain games that I want to be a fan, and I sat straight across there in the sun, <clears throat> and I was a fan that game, and just watching like the whole game unfold and sitting there. And then I was sitting with my best mates from from like Townsville, Pooly, because they come down for the game, and we sitting there as our geo hasn't done much, and then when he. He sort of started to get on a roll in the second half, but... He at, to go on a... at the end of that game, to see grandkids hug their grandfather... Yeah. ...and their dad, because of 41... Like, 43, was, yeah, 40, or 43 40 years, years or whatever. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah, you know, like like, there's some days where rugby league... Wins. ...just just sort of wins and I know Jimmy like and I know that there's always got to be a loser but for that game for me will always be etched in my brain.
5: yeah it was a, it was a sp- special day you know I spoke so highly of Sammy there but you know what he never thanked me for winning the Clive
4: Churchill medal because he, <laughs> he, he knows he knows George, uh, George he knows the-
5: should have been George <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right, oh, man, listen, listen
4: <laughs> but don't tell Dobbo about the vote. Yeah, B- 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 a flawed B- P- system P- a system
2: let's send George we'll Major, getting him a, a panache Pan- we P- are getting back in 2014
4: you go tell Sam to give it back i to do that
2: I won't be doing that. This is Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. Welcome back to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper Australia's number one online lender to small business. Of course, Stadium twenty-four points to six Rabbitohs over the Tigers. Not far away, the NRLW uh, Grand Final. Anthony Maroon, Maddie Studden, Aaron Woods, and Brent Reed will be calling that. And kick off six thirty New South Wales time. 6.30 Queensland time, 7.30 New South Wales time uh, will be the Broncos take on the Panthers. Dan Ganane, your caller. It's our great pleasure to have Peter Volandis uh, joining us in the commentary box. Pete, thanks so much for being with us. It's, a, I suppose, a dream of the NRLs to have a grand final, uh, two really good grand finals, the NRLW, but the men's grand final. Brisbane back, one of the big flagship teams, and the West, which is so such a rugby league nursery, uh, once again going for their third straight.
1: Look, it's a marketer's dream to get these two teams. And you've got the professionals in Penrith. They're just methodical, professional team. And then you've got the brilliance of the of Brisbane. So, it, you know, if everything goes to plan, it should be 18 all at full time with a two-point field goal at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Who's way, Pete? Um, I think Cleary's probably... Although both Cleary and Adam Reynolds have both scored two-point field <laughs> goals. So... Um, could go either way yeah
3: just on that as dream pete i think it speaks volumes for where the game's at at the moment that you've got the two best sides all year one's from queensland one's been established in one of the last two competitions in your view does that sum up where rugby league's at the game's
1: in a very good position at the moment look people vote with their feet and their eyeballs and we've had the biggest ratings ever in the history of the game we've had the most attendance in the history of the game I think the rule changes that we've made three years ago have really consolidated now. People have got used to them. We're really controlling the ruck. We don't want the wrestling. We want to make the game as entertaining as possible, as fast as possible. And I think that that's what's attracted the audience back is that the game is very, very entertaining and we've got some brilliant players. And by having the fatigue, what it does is it brings the brilliant players like Ponga and Reese Walsh and those players back, back into vogue.
4: AP, congratulations. Uh, obviously, there was a lot of decisions being made through the years. But for myself, you know, it looks like that the game has clear vision. Of uh, Redcliffe's come in, we're going to Vegas, which I'm so excited about. That's one thing that I'm excited about. But where do you see the game in 15 years? What's your dream?
1: Look, my dream is to break another market, which is the US. And if we can break that market, you know... Some analysis that we've done. It could be hundreds of millions of dollars. It could open the door for all sports in Australia because there's 340 million people in the US, and if we get 0.1% each year over five years, um, that's an additional three or four hundred million dollars in revenue. That, wow. That's that's the potential of it. So, and it really depends on you know how we promote it, how we market it. Any idea is only as good as it's implemented. If you don't implement it right, it won't work. So we need to do everything we can. Um, to implement it correctly. And Vegas is the, the, the perfect venue. It's the entertainment capital of the world. If we add, you know, the UFC and the wrestling and the boxing, it could become that weekend that everyone wants to go to. And, they, you know, and I've discovered that the, ones, the people that travel the most are the English. So we maybe have a Super League match as well um, in the next three or four years to promote the game for England. Um, but, look, I, it, that's my vision is, is hoping that, that it does take off. It's new revenue to the game. And, you know, we have Australian sports stars being national heroes in the U.S. Peter, thinking um, about the the future, um,
5: bringing in a 17th team was a big decision. Um, I think like a a few we thought maybe we'd, we'd see those fade. Have you been surprised at the overall quality of season 2023 when you consider the fact that
1: a new team has entered? Look, I always expected the, the Dolphins to go better than what most people thought because you've got the genius of Wayne Bennett. And Wayne's uh, vision was was brilliant. What he did is he brought three or four players from the Melbourne Storm. Now, the Melbourne Storm have the best culture. It's a family-style culture. Uh, it's very professional and there's a lot of young talent up there at Redcliffe, and mixing both those old heads from Melbourne Storm with that great culture yep. um, was the perfect model. And, and, I, and I knew early on that that was going to work. Look, they were very unlucky not to make the eight in, the, in their very first season with a couple of close games near the end. But I put all that down to Wayne Bennett. Uh, you know, he, he knew what he had to do. I'm just hoping we can page him now for the 18th team. Well, we're
2: talking about the 18th team. We just saw some, with the Prime Minister's 13, um, some phenomenal scenes in Papua New Guinea. Now, talking to people who are up there, they just said, you've never seen fans like it. Now, I understand um, that the NRL is obviously a long way down with discussions. How, how real is it that potentially the 18 team based out of Cairns but plays uh, potentially in Port Moresby and that's where that franchise could go?
1: Yeah, look, it's very realistic. And again, scale, there's 17 million people in Papua New Guinea um, and it's a religion. The rugby league is their main sport. And what we've discovered is what, we, what we're going to have to do, though, is set up all the pathways, all the competitions, all the junior competitions, and taking some of our players to be part of the, the school system in Papua New Guinea. And what, what happens is it actually attracts the kids to actually go to school. by yeah. having someone there teaching them rugby league, at the moment they don't go to school, um, and it might make them go to school. But we need to develop those pathways. We need to get the... Uh, competitions going. We're starting from scratch basically, and, and it's going to be a you know a long term plan. But as I say, there's 17 million people, in, and of course, it's, the, the first team is going to be a mixture of um, sure players that are currently playing in the NRL. So it's not just all from Papua New Guinea. Um, but over time, we're hoping that uh, you know that it also other Pacific nations join in with the with the Papua New Guinea team. Look, the government is very keen on it. They're going to invest heavily, which is important. And if they put that investment into the pathways. And into the 18th team, um, I think it's a, a, a real option.
2: That's the big. That's the big option, Pete. Sorry, like uh, jump in hoops, but that's that because of the government and and the backing of the government. Obviously, these have to be. There's a lot of financials, and we don't want to see a club go down. So, obviously, with their support, that's a huge influence on the decision where the NRL will go with with that 18th franchise. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and it's a massive investment. I'm talking very big investment because soft diplomacy. You, you spend billions of dollars in defence. And, um, but, you know, the heart and soul is sport. And if we can get people behind rugby league in New Guinea and that, that they show loyalty to Australia, you, you just you don't need to spend all that money on defence. So it's a good investment um, in providing uh, the sport in, in New Guinea.
3: So it was a smart play, Pete, and we saw the success of the 17th side this year. How quickly could we possibly get to 18?
1: Look, um, I'd say in the next two to three years, it really depends on how we can go in setting up the pathways in Papua New Guinea and setting up uh, the competitions, and that, that has to come first. Um, we need to have a, a system in place. But uh, the other thing, of course, is it brings in additional broadcast revenue. Having that extra game yeah. um, generates more revenue, and that's one of the reasons the AFL actually you know, do get more than us because they do have an extra game around, So, um, and that's worth 40 or $50 million a year. So as soon as we can get that going um it's additional revenue so it pays for itself again peter is there a possibility that instead of going to
5: 18 you, you'd go to 20 uh, and even at 18 um is there some thought around a competition restructure i'm talking things like uh, the the
1: conference style system that we see
5: uh, successfully implemented
1: in the united states Absolutely. I mean, you've got to look at everything. You've got to look at, you know, um, you've got to innovate and and keep people interested in the game. So if two conferences work, we'd look at it. And, look, Nick Politis, who's a visionary and he's a billionaire, so he's he's a self-made one, he thinks we could go to 20 teams. Um, I agree with him. You know, you've got Perth that's knocking on the door. You may may have a possible second team in New Zealand because rugby league's really um, taken off in New Zealand. So... I think we can get to 20 pretty quickly. And then you do look at the conference system. Uh, you know, It's got some merit. It's going to take some people to understand it. You know, no one likes change in rugby league. Um, but I think that uh, it's certainly got to be analysed and, and reviewed.
4: Mate, do you have any more room on the commission? Because we've got a guy on our radio show <laughs> that, that is just, a, mate, he's just the step of the game today. Oh, the Daly M needs to be overhauled. Everything oh, needs to be u- overhauled. Mate, come on.
2: You've Pete, what, the how, do we, get the oh, consistency? The how do we get the consistency with the Dallium? You're going to understand. You, you hear it. Like, well done to Callum Ponga. But there's always going to be that, well, how do we Mate, get I'll it? stop
3: you there. Don't worry about the consistency with the Dallium, okay? <laughs> what we'll do, because well, we've got Pete here, we'll just talk about Vegas and who's actually well, got well, well, no, well, on answer, the plane to Vegas. I'll
1: answer the M though, first. Look, the, whatever system you introduce is going to have a hiccup or is going to have a problem with it. Yeah. I've heard people say, let's rate each player – um, on uh, out
0: of per 10, match out of, score out,
1: of out of ten, 10 yeah. but that also when you do when you do the analysis, that also may throw. A shock in, you know. This year we introduced two judges to make it more consistent, and it, and I think it did get more consistency. Whatever system you bring in is going to throw something. At yeah, them. I agree.
2: I agree with that. We're driving. Oh. Oh, oh. oh. you know, you've just folded oh. on the, house of cars.
3: <laughs> the old deck the, chair.
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, now the reason no, the reason the reason he's, the reason he's folded is because he's got one A on the LA Jet. So. <laughs> that's right. you to
2: secure
1: that
2: seat be, Pete. In all seriousness, it's a lot of planning for the NRL and this was yourself and Andrew and, and obviously a group of people came up with the idea and when it first came out we were like, oh, would it happen?
1: It's now very much a reality. What should we expect come February? Look, we've already sold 11,000 tickets um, and we haven't wow. even started marketing it yet. We're going to go you know, up, uh, full throttle once the grand final is over in promoting um, the Vegas game and look, I think we'll get the 60,000 people there and I think you're going to get about twenty thousand from Australia, so it's it's exceeded our expectations. But and I think that'll just grow. I think you know the, the following year will probably be double the amount. So so far so good, and we just hope it continue, that that growth continues.
2: Yeah, one of the big things I should say, and they need to be congratulated, is that away from the game, that you guys have got investments now that that are going to actually generate some cash you bought a hotel in in brisbane last year you're now purchasing a hotel in sydney this is something that in the past they would get all this money and then it it'd be there'd be nothing to show for it no disrespect you know but now we've got some hardcore fixed assets that are obviously getting used and are going to generate income over
1: time look what happened during covid um the game couldn't really face a crisis um we We were three months of not been able to pay our bills. That's how serious it got. If we hadn't started on the 28th of May, we may have not been had sufficient funds to pay the players or pay the suppliers. Um, You know, I think we had 90 million and we had 120 million owing. So we were in we were in a lot of trouble. So that um, really highlighted the fact that you need assets and. One of the, the negotiations we did with the RLPA, and, and they were very, very professional about, is that we, uh, we want to have $300 million worth of assets. So if we ever have another crisis, we can borrow against those assets. We've bought two already uh, around the $40 million mark, but we're going to get to the $300 million mark in assets, and that future-proofs the game forever. So any crisis or... Because, look, there'll be something else that comes up in the next five or ten years where the game is going to be challenged, and, and you want to be ready for it next time. Not like We weren't ready for it during, um, during COVID.
2: Yeah, Pete, we really appreciate you giving some time. It's a busy day, Grand Final 8. Quickly, who's your tip, mate, and not the game? Who's your tip this start? Who would you like to see win tonight?
1: Oh, look, I have to stay neutral, but I wouldn't mind seeing the Broncos win um, just yeah. to share it around a bit, and and, and again, that's a selfish uh, selection because I just want to see the game prosper in, in Brisbane and in Queensland, and uh, with the advent of the dolphins, it's grown dramatically, and, and we just want to keep that momentum going. Well, Do you know what a
2: panican is, by any chance? He knows what a panican is. He knows what a panican is. A, a, a what? A panican. A, <laughs> a
1: pelican or no, a
2: panican? <laughs> <laughs> we know what a panican is. Uh, uh, he knows.
1: I, what I a know panicking. what a pelican is. I don't
2: know a
1: panican. <laughs> we're oh. going to take a break. Beautiful ladies, <laughs> thank you so much. Sunday, CB on Triple
2: M. James Hooper, James Graham, Ben Dobbin, with you. Thirty points to twelve. Uh, Rabidos over the Brisbane Tigers. This game with 11 minutes to go, it's almost over, you would suspect, unless the Tigers can score quickly. But South Sydney have been dominant um, in this Australian Championship and they look like they are set to not only win the New South Wales Cup but also um, in their win the Australian Championship. So much to get through as we talk about it all the time. Uh, grand Lots final moment. Lots to unpack. Lots, to, Lots unpack. to unpack. We'll get the Raging Bull in here very shortly. Um, he's coming in here. He's, brought the, he's got his little man with him. Oh, has he got Billy with him? He's got Billy hey. with him. He's got Billy with him. He's so, so um, much to get through. So nearly can finished. We quickly talk about, can we just quickly talk about this, Hoops, yes, your mate. favourite grand final moment? Uh,
3: my favourite grand final moment. It's a tough one because there's been so many epic moments that are etched into history, Ben. But I was here the night that Scott Suttler... Um, Made that tackle and I would say not just that particular moment but that particular game because the Roosters had been the benchmark best side in the competition um, for the last couple of seasons and for them to be up for the Panthers to be able to orchestrate that upset nobody had predicted Penrith were going to make the finals that year nobody had predicted they were going to do anything and certainly there weren't many people who predicted that they were a chance of upsetting the Sydney Roosters at that point in time but um, when Todd Byrne made the break it's not too often you will see uh, a lock forward run down a winger and I remember the late great Chippy Fralingos standing up in the media box and saying and he had his binoculars pressed up against his face. And he said, good luck, Sats. And then as, as it all unfolded and Sattler ends up making the, one of the greatest cover tackles of all time, he said that is one of the greatest tackles I've ever seen. That was
2: a great tackle. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. Your favourite grand final moment, James Graham? Uh, yeah, look, I guess from a, a neutral perspective,
5: it was 2015. I remember, obviously, the, the events happened in, in 14. Bulldogs got knocked out in 15. And I was over in Thailand... And uh, in a sports bar, pretending not to be interested and pretending not to watch, and thinking, "Oh, it's the last thing I want to really be seeing." And then, obviously, we saw the the action unfolding, and I just couldn't help but like, in between a sip of my, my Chang beer, having a look,
3: have a little cocktail yeah, in there as well.
5: Or? No, no, just no, just, no, just on the Chang, pure, purely purely yeah, a Thai beer or whatever, Chang or whatever it's called. And just every couple of moments, just being like, "Oh, I've got to, I've got to keep looking. I've got to keep looking." And then thought, "Oh, it's over," and then yeah, just. Look again, and um, Cowboys score in the corner, and then yeah, obviously, the, the field goal you just couldn't take your eyes off it. It was uh, pretty pre- pretty cool to watch as a, as a current player at the time, and um, and yeah, obviously, after the, the heartbreaking loss of the year before, it's a great game, it was hard not to keep oh, your eye on
2: that. Gordy, your favorite grand final moment?
4: I think 2015. I just sure. think the theatre with Thurston right there. I was working, I was actually right in line to kick. The miss. The he hit drop the post. Ball, didn't hit he? the post. Yeah. And normally when he kicks how it comes around. It just stayed straight. It, it bananas it, around. Yeah. It didn't bend, did it? It didn't yeah. bend. He just yeah. hit it so sweet. It just stayed straight. I think there's been so many moments. Like I think in every grand final, there's, there's the most amazing moments. You know, I might save a bit for the Raging Bull.
2: Well, my greatest grand final moment, there's no two ways about it, <laughs> is uh, it, it's a special day. It was 1988. Nellory Hanley was playing for the Balmain Tigers. And that great Terry Lamb laid him out, so he didn't... Oh, well, he elbowed him and in deal. the melon. And, uh, and Canterbury went on to win a grand final. And there was no uh,
3: conveniently no cameras no in that cameras that up the ground, the, so Ellery, Ellery, it was play Ellery, on the bar. It.
2: it was unbelievable. Welcome back to Triple M Sunday. Simbin from a core Stadium. It looks like South Sydney will wrap this one up. 36 points to 12 with five minutes to play. Uh, and they've been very good. They've just scored again, so they'll hit 40. Um... James Hooper Talis Duncan it was. Yeah, just scored. James Hooper, James Graham, Gordon Talis, Ben Dobbin, uh Triple M Sunday Sinbin. It is now time for this. <coughs>
4: Well, my Raging Bull this week, it's going to be a little soft and flary floss little good story. You know, you come to Grand Final, and Rugby League's given us all so much. Well, it's given my family, it's given a lot of the strange, it's given, like, a lot of communities hope, and it's given them everything. And today I've got Billy Wilders and Kevin Wilders, two of my favourite people in the world of, you know, some of my favourite moments in the Grand Final. And I was driving out here today because it's a big occasion, and I remember when Craig Young hugged his son, Dean, yeah. and two great St. George legends. And the moment, and you saw Big Albert cry, and he was one of the toughest players. You talked to Blocker and that about what it meant to him. I saw Johnny Lang and Marty Lang, and Johnny Lang was a great player. And, you know, like he was a state of origin player. I think he was one of the originals. And Marty, how hard he played, and watching those two embrace Nathan and Ivan Cleary sitting on the stage. You know, like I've watched so many great moments. And I, <clears throat> through the week I posted, I think in 2000, Billy Wild was Seriously, he's about six inches taller than the trophy. He was sitting there with his dad. Great right, father. Great right, father. And just, you know, 23 years later, just rugby league, it's, you know, sometimes it can be a cruel game, but sometimes the footy gods can just sit there and smile on you. And then coming here today and, you know, how hard he's worked and, you know, what he's come through. And everybody's worked hard. Penrith worked hard too. So whoever wins the grand final today, they deserve to win it. But just for me, just sometimes for the romance, sometimes bigger than the game to see. Kevin Walters hold the trophy with his uh, with his son today. I think would be one of the moments that would just be etched in my brain forever.
2: So, I mean, we got to dare to dream, haven't we? We've seen it with Ivan and Nathan. Um, Well, like they've held it a couple of times, and And that's a great moment, right?
4: Because of what Nathan and Ivan and those guys have done for the game. And then you just sit there and you look and Brisbane and where they're at, and you know the rugby league in Queensland. I just, you know, I just. Just know what it would mean. I think to all those guys that go out there and work, and you know, Alfie's mum still works in the cany in at or um, at Norse. You know, where Alfie used to play, so she still works at the cany and comes and sits and watches every game. And Kevy's family were exactly the same. They were married to the game. I all their it. boys. There were five brothers. Three of them played for their. Three of them played for their country. Two of them were in the same position. You know, and probably if hmm. if two of them weren't in the same position, three of them would have been in the same position because kevy could have played hooker himself, and he did play hooker. So. You know, to have that and to sit there with them, I think, you know, what that family's given the game, it'd just be nice today if there is a footy good out there that they just look over them for a minute.
3: Yeah, they're brilliant stories, no question, Gordon. And I'll never be able to forgive Ivan Cleary for the way he left the West Tigers because it set the club on a collision course for years of failure. But then when you see those photos of Ivan and and Nathan and the moments that they have after the grand finals that they've won, Yep. You, you, you understand, like I know, I know why he yes. did it. I understand, um, and they are like it is a it is a very special thing for
4: a father and son, any family to be able to experience. Yeah, yeah and, something and, special. Yeah, and one of my regrets is not Scotty Minto winning one, so he and Wayne, <laughs> Wayne. <for> <laughs> so he and Wayne could have. could <laughs> no, have. Been. No, but 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 you mean know, like our game, Jimmy. Yeah, like and you've seen and like what four hundred games or whatever. Sometimes you know you just you just like those moments. You know when it just like everything yeah. you know, everything falls. Did you ever win a grand
2: final in the Super League? Yes. Yeah, had yeah. Yeah, to. You should know that, shouldn't you? Yes. Well, why? Why, why would I know that? What, what, why, would doing, I, why would I have to know that? It's called doing your research. Yeah. Does he know that, like I, does, do you know that I won a grand final? Why would he need to know that? Where it's at? called doing your research. It's <laughs> called hey, doing listen, your I research.
4: Know, I know because every time you go back to the hot dog eating contest, <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's terrified. When the Dominator the in. Sunday's in me on Triple M. Welcome back to Sunday Simbin. all thanks to Prosper, not far away, uh, the NRLW Grand Final where Anthony Maroon, Matty Studden, Aaron Woods and Brent Reid will be your commentary team and then after that we go into previewing what will be an epic clash, the Panthers taking on the Broncos as we march towards. right, eh, gentlemen, let's look at both these teams and, and let's try and dissect exactly what is going to happen. Hoops. How do both teams now match up? They're very even. Um, how will this game be won and who are you tipping?
3: I'm tipping the Broncos. Uh, I know that probably will be unpopular with plenty of people, but I think it's a genuine 50 50 game. I think all of the matchups shape up as epic clashes, whether it's a forward battle, whether it's the halves, whether it's the fullbacks or you go to the edges. Yeah. I really think if the Broncos are going to win, uh, Gordy touched on it a little bit earlier in the show. And he'd spoken to Billy Slater yesterday at the Kangaroo reunion and Billy had pointed out that for the Panthers, for the Broncos to win... They'll have to take some risks. They'll have to be prepared to make some errors. So they're going to have to go with a lot of offloads, similar to what they did against the Warriors last week. It worked there. Um, but they obviously they've got to get it right. Um, and, and there is an element of danger involved in it. But um, I just think it shapes up as an epic game, Dobbo. Uh, I think it'll be extremely close. Whoever does win, I'll tip the Broncos by two points.
2: Yeah, Broncos by two points for James Hooper. James Graham, who are you tipping? Where's it won? <laughs> Yeah, look, um, start of the week, gut feeling,
5: Brisbane. The more I've spoken about it, I'm, I'm convincing myself that the Panthers, but I'm going to stick with my gut and go with the Broncos in a, a very close game, perhaps even a, a, a 1.2 point difference. Um, for me, look, uh, I actually, at one point, I thought he was the, one of the best centers in the competition, Isaac Tango. Um, he's had a little bit of a form. Some, there were some worrying signs last week uh, defensively. Where I think it was Justin Olam, one on one with him, um, manages to get through. And there was a couple of areas of concern there um, on on that side for for the Panthers. I think the Broncos will look to exploit that. The centre, centre partnership of uh, Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farnworth they interchange and they swap sides. So that's another headache for for the centre in, in Tango there. That multi threat, not knowing who you're coming up against, which is impe- which is. Know really important uh, in the centre position, knowing your knowing your opposite, and you know the amount of homework that the centres do, and when they're one on one, knowing which feet they like to come off, where, where, which uh, hand they hold the ball in, where they fend, whether they come in or go skip on the outside, and, and I just think that they'll look to, to target that, and um, they'll stags and farmworth will change, and I'm, I'm who are you tipping? Oh, I said I'm sticking with my gut.
2: You're going to stay bit. with
4: Brisbane? <coughs> <clears throat> All right. Over to you, Gordon, tell us. Oh, well, it's always one in the forwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no doubt that forwards win matches and backs determine by how much, but I think it comes down to everything. I think every player playing close to their best of their ability, and that's Brisbane, yeah. uh, if they're going to beat Penrith. Um, I know that they're the favourites and they're the favourites for, for a reason because they're just so clinical. They just give you nothing, and that's what... James Graham called them, you know, like they're like an anaconda. They just suffocate you and they get you in corners. If you make mistakes, you come off your trial line and they can just camp down there with Nathan Cleary and his kicking game. But um, I think Payne has Carrigan, Flegler through the middle They're They're professional on the edges. I think it's Jordan Rickey's best year. So I think those guys coming through um, and it's a challenge and there's so much spoken about the Fisher-Harris and the Leotas and it should be because of how good they've played, you know. But um, And then you go... To Adam Reynolds, he's been here before, they're not gonna get overruled. He's a calm head and they've got Ezra Mam, they got enough X Factor. I think Cobo and the like, they're as good as anybody in the game and they got Reese Lightning. And it's and I think it's time and 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 there's a bit of romance about this game, you know, like yep. there's the father and sons and you know, with Kevy being here twenty-three years ago and you know, we were the first side to win at the stadium and you know, and he's done it the tough one. He's come back here and Uh, I got Brisbane winning 22 points to 16.
2: Good on you, Gordon. 22 points to 16. So all three of you are tipping Brisbane.
4: Yeah.
2: All right. Now, I've been waiting all day for this and... We've got a report card that's come in, and let's it, go to a break. Guys. No, we're not going to a break. <laughs> oh, to a break. So, <laughs> so much to get through, lots to so no, there's back. Not not a lot. Now, we, what, what I thought was I'd give awards um, off the back of our season review that you and Giles, the head of sport at Triple M, and Charlie White, the executive producer, and myself, the host, we sat down this week <laughs> and just looked at uh, some awards to try and work out um, who 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 wins first, second, and third for performance this year. And look. In third place this year for his performance on Magic Round by turning up 40 minutes late to the show, um, he said the alarm slept in. Is um, none other than James Hooper. Congratulations. It was a solid effort. And you know what? You held your line the whole time. Just and- to
3: clarify for the record, I didn't make up any garbage about the
2: alarm. I'd been out. <laughs> it was my
3: birthday on the Friday. It had it been would've... a big campaign. <laughs> I'd organised for you to pick me up, I think, at about 7.30. I was well and truly... Which I did. Which I did try to do. Catching some Zeds by that stage. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then when I woke up, I think it was 930 and there was a pre-record. That was where... That
2: was what you missed. That, yes, was, where, that was what got lo- a little yeah. bit lost yeah. in yeah. translation. Yeah. Okay. So third place, but peak. all in all, you've had a pretty good year, and, and, mate, we'd like to ask you back next year. So, you know... Who would like I... to ask me well, back? Well, the team, what as I said, the management team that did the review... You okay, have got anyway, nothing third to do, place. right? I promise you. You're I welcome. can assure you, you're welcome. Right? Back. <laughs> if you'd like to come back, this <laughs> year, you're welcome back. In second place, in second place, um, in second place, and normally he's an A grader, but he, he gets second place this year, and it's all because that he gave us a week off from him and we had Blocker Roach and saw how good he was last week. None other than the raging bull Gordon Tallis. You've had a very good year um, and an enormous amount of work and, mate, to have a week off last week um, and one earlier in your birthday and give us Blocky, we we were very thankful for that because he was very good. Yeah,
4: Yeah, it's really hard to let the... You know, close to 2,000 kids coming to play for my trophy, Dobbo, the Gordon Well, Taylor's that's cup. what so – we were very obviously, thankful. to let you down. Which we were, we you were, off, were very you know, thankful Obviously, like, you've taught me, you know, just to be very selfish, you know.
3: Um,
4: <laughs> anyway. So like, uh, in the last 12 months, you've taught me how to be very selfish and self-praise is more important than somebody else praising you. So <laughs> Anyway, we're you know, not I sure – so,
2: you know, and you know You, what? you run second, so thank I'm you. second to, yeah. you know. Well, just wait. The winner. Um, um, oh, no, he's going to sash himself. Just hang on, hang on. <laughs> what, what, what I would say is, what I would say is, um, We'll let you know if we want you back next year. All right, we'll let you know. Cool. Anyway, um, for. Um... <laughs> mate, now, he's it, been it, on this show hey, since mate, it started I'm 10 just years ago. I'm talking about the review. You I'm just talking got, about the review. Well, listen, the... just I want it on the
3: record. You <laughs> have got zero pull, no influence whatsoever.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they call
2: me Gordy Hadjapentalis.
4: I just decided <laughs> <sorry> to <about you. laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> In In first place, and I think we all can agree. Oh, there was one very, very dusty Sunday in Bundaberg. Uh, The first place (laughs) a winner goes to James Graham and his performance from the Bundaberg studio. I think Canterbury were playing up there that day against the Dolphins and Gemma got a little bit carried away. Jammer got a bit carried away at the races the day before. Mm. You are back, but you have an official warning that next year, if that kind of rot happens again, um, we'll, we'll be looking at you. But congratulations, you won first prize um, for Man of the Match performance this year. That, thanks, mate. Now, in all Thank seriousness, um, we have actually absolutely loved this year. There's no, no words that we can describe how much we love our Sundays. And for those who think that I take all offence, It's all fun and games. We're great friends. We're all mates. Uh, You can calm down. Yes, you are, Gemma. Great friends. Um, But there is some thank yous. There is some thank yous that we need to shout out before we wrap up. Uh, To Justin and uh, Curtis who do our socials, thank you. Um, To Dave, um, Josh, Fru and Lewis who are our techs. Uh, Keegan, who isn't here today. Keegan's panelled every single show except the grand final. He's not, oh, he's gone away somewhere. So, uh, thank you to Lockie, who's helping us out today. He's done everyone. Um, Josh as well. To Rowan, you are the worst bus driver I've ever been in. Oh, mate, take I never, that, mate. No, don't throw, no, hey, no, don't throw mate, him I, under the bus, I'm mate. I'm done with him. No, he did a great job. He's never driving our bus mate, again. Mate, it's but, not his problem you,
3: that you. you've thank got anxiety you. issues. <laughs> you
2: jumped off and flew back. <laughs> 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 <That's right. laughs> that is why. That is why. Oh, uh, to our producers, Dave, Simon, uh, Connor, uh, we love you. Now, we should give a big shout out as well to our executive producer. We talk about him a lot, Charlie White, uh, Chicka White. We love you. Thank you for the year. And we will be back next year. Hopefully our first show is from Vegas to the U3. Uh, I absolutely love my Sundays with you. Uh, let's hope Brisbane win the grand final. I enjoy nothing more than working with you. The NRL grand final is up next. We've had a cracking year. More important. Hang
4: on. Thank you to all the listeners.
2: Thank you to our listeners. Yeah, of course. That's my story. Well, I you, said that at the start. You, you missed it out. No, They're I said very, that at so the start. are
3: very loyal to our listeners, Gordon. Absolutely. The, the ratings have improved a lot over the course of the last little while. Despite so thank the thank you. Since, to since James Graham joined the nah, side, yeah. right. he's already strong anyway because nah. Gordy's always been the staple. And yeah,
2: yeah. To, all, we to all the know, listeners, we, we love know, you. We all know why And we love gone that up. you love the game. There's one common denominator why they've gone the up. revolving seat. Me. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> <See you
0: later>. <laughs> 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 Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.